Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What? <laughs> Glenn, shut up. It is the mix test. Yeah, Glenn, shut up. <laughs> I almost shot hot coffee out my nose. That would have been amazing, I'm back. too. <laughs> we got the rev over there. Yeah, we do. We got Glenn Cannon. He's back. Hi, I missed you. And I'm Steve Miggs. It's uh, great to have you back. We missed you as well. A big thanks to Wyatt Only from Wyatt Only and the Wreckage. He was great, man. He did, did an awesome job just jumping in. And he said, hey, anytime when Glenn's not around or even when Glenn is around, let's let's get Wyatt. To, and him and his band will be coming by in about a month. I was supposed I to bring when, you but. an XL t-shirt, but by the time I got Wyatt's text, I had already left rehearsal. Oh, that's all right. Because you know? him and I are supposed to grab, like, dinner or lunch or drinks or something or all of the above. We're right. just going to have an all... It's going to be just Migs and Wyatt all day together. I don't know when, Ooh. but it's going to happen. Mandate! You know, oh, yeah! I want to just flip the script and usually we wait for emails and all that, but I got to read this one email from Shay. It says, Conspiracy. Uh-oh. Am I the only one that's convinced that Glenn Cannon and Wyatt only are the same person? I think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> Actually, Wyatt and I have discussed I think when I first met him, he was like, you know there's a lot of people that say you're my do- doppelganger? Wow, it's early, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. I think it has to do with the curly hair. Yep. It is absolutely the curly uh, hair. And my ongoing joke has been like, I fully intend to sick the IRS on Wyatt because I'm that kind of friend. <laughs> yes. I'm like, Glenn Cannon, that's him right over there with the black Les Paul. <laughs> run, 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 <laughs> yeah, run, 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 yeah, He's singing. Yeah, this yeah. curly hair guy singing. The guy up there? Shredding yeah. the guitar. That's As soon him. as he gets off stage singing, uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's Glenn right over there. Don't pay attention to his <laughs> stage name of Wyatt only. That, that's just a fake name. He's using that name to hide from you, yes. Mr. IRS agent. That's Glenn Cannon. In fact, I'm Wyatt only. I see you have a trailer toting all of Red Fox's possessions. You can head right over to Wyatt's place. I mean, Glenn's place. He's <laughs> even got me confused. I'm confused. It's good to have you back. I'm sure we're going to talk even more about Migs Fest. Lots of stuff going on. And it's funny, we were just mentioning right before we started this podcast that, uh, Migs Fest. It's, minute Glenn walks in, everybody from the station that was at Migs Fest, from our boss, Sergeant Hair Club, to Ryan Castle, <laughs> make their way in the office, which is why we're starting recording a little bit later than usual, to recap Migs Fest. Like, it's, it's still... There's still so much life to that party. We took them all Dude, out, that man. Last week, it was my entire recovery week. Yep. Like, my immune system was destroyed by Migs Fest. See, that's, that's part of why I wasn't here last week, is <sighs> I got up Sunday... And went to work. And then I got up. What? Oh, yeah. And then I worked doubles all, all week. It was literally uh, in early, work late. Um, yeah. And I was working. I was scheduled all the way through Saturday, which by the time Friday hit, I was considering taking my own life just for a nap. <laughs> and, um, a, a, t- a temporary offing. Yeah. Well, and you know, you know, the, the huge storm was supposed to hit. And, and uh, you know, you never want to see something like that happen. There's all those sort of floodplains up north. Um, mm-hmm. I remember doing a show years ago called Flood Watch because all those people, their homes got washed out. Oh, yeah. So the big storm was coming, and I you know, I figured my wife and I'd be okay. We're all closer to the city, but I was really like, man, my, pe- my friends up north, I wonder how they're going to make out, and a lot of people lost power, but 
I got the the phone call at about noon on Saturday because it would have been a late event. I would have gone in at about one to mix this event that was going to go well in the evening. And it was my boss just saying, hey, storm panic. All the events are shut down. So I ended up with Saturday and Sunday off. And I can't oh, tell you the recovery. last time. I haven't had two days off back to back in months and I'm not kidding, like months. So, like, literally, I was like almost crying. I texted my bandmates. I'm like, it's Christmas, y'all. You know? And uh, Tony, uh, Tony Abreu sent me, uh, Window Pane's guitar sent me a photo of Richard Simmons jumping up and down. I'm like, man, I'm more excited than that little effer. Yeah. You have no idea, dude. <laughs> I'm sweating yeah. all these times. Oh, three. man. I almost cried. I was quivering. I was like that weird old lady that wins the washing machine on Prices Right, you know? Nice. It was like that, dude. I, I came back in the bedroom to crawl in bed back with my wife, you know, and it's all. And I'm in bed. Oh, I don't have to work. You're like that part what happened just the, just the other day. It was like the double rainbow of uh, Price is Right, where three people landed on the one dollar. Yeah, on the wheel. Oh, I don't even understand what we're talking about. So just you know, like no you know one the understands. Price is right, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They spin that big wheel. I was wheel. just singing the song. Yeah. Oh yeah, the yeah. giant wheel. Yeah. The three people each got a dollar. Oh, that's a bummer. That's a one in eight thousand chance. No, that's that that would great happen. because everyone gets uh, like a thousand bucks and they get to spin again for even more. Oh, it's cool then. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm picturing that wheel from Thunderdome where you spin it. You ever really pay attention to the stuff listed on that wheel? No, that wheel is bad. <laughs> no, you bust the deal, face the wheel. You ever really look at what's written on that wheel? Uh uh-uh. uh Everything's bad. Gulag is one of the cooler ones. You know where they put you on a horse and chain you on the desert. Man, he made out. <laughs> wow. Get that movie. Read that wheel. That wheel's upsetting, man. Glenn drops all this great knowledge about movies that none of us pay attention to. Like, right before we started the podcast, yeah, right? he goes into detail about Brad Pitt. And, and it's tidbits of Brad Pitt I never knew. But oh, when uh, you explain it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did if, remember that. If you that. notice in Fight Club, anytime he's on a phone call, he's audibly chewing and eating. And if you look at not I don't think it's all Brad Pitt films but it's a lot of them there's always going to be a scene where he's chomping man like all the Oceans movies mm-hmm. he, like the first time you see him in Oceans 11 he's eating this big thing of nachos which makes me crave nachos mm-hmm. in the second one he's eating an ice cream cone while he's watching Once or Not at the funeral you know oh. um, did I cuss oh, you're writing stuff down no I just have a story about nachos <laughs> and I don't want to interrupt you <laughs> here I am trying to be a good host and like I'll write that down I want to interrupt I'm not going to interrupt right. be I'll say that you know what? This is all about. Glenn interrupts himself. I know, and he's like, "Did I curse? No, I'm just writing nachos <sighs> down." Honestly, man, I, I love nachos. I'm so Glenn. physically and spiritually exhausted. I'm not <laughs> entirely convinced this isn't some sort of lucid dream. I just yeah, love how so you're like, <laughs> "We're hallucinating right now." I love. How you're I could just be, like, man. Uh, did I swear? <laughs> Like three seconds ago, you know, those words that came out? No. This no, might be fine. a moment that we have to slow down on a future Migs cast. <laughs> the oh, slow down episode. Yes. Glenn freaking out. What, what was it they slowed down? It was me talking about Jerry Cantrell, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. yeah. And his yeah. fast hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, man. Oh, so the, man. Not, the, the eating with uh, Brad Pitt. But yeah, yeah. If it, you notice in a lot of his films, it's a it's a thing he works in. Man. What about Snatch? Is he eating something? Like, no, I'm kidding. Know. Now, do we have to beep that? Nope. Because it's, it's a movie. It's just a film title. That's right. The film funny thing about that movie is, though, uh, the little tidbit of Brad Pitt I know from that one is that they tried to get him just to do an English accent. They realized he couldn't, so they <laughs> created the pikey accent, and that's why they do it no in the way. voiceover. Uh, yeah. 
because he can't do an English accent. Uh, That's why his French accent in uh, *Inglorious Bastards, Bastards* is so terrible. Like, I like he hearing do that. Accent. I thought I he can't... did the country accent. He was a hillbilly. He was from Jebediah Smith or whatever. Well, yeah, that helped. But I mean, he can't do any foreign but accents. Even me, I can't do a single accent. I'm, I'm embarrassingly bad at any accent, I, except yeah, for like, hey, all blah blah blah. You, you could do a southern accent. I can anyone. do Appalachian really right. well, but I am of course from there. Yeah, that kind of helps a little bit. <laughs> You're yeah. from Apollonia. That's correct. Nice. You know. How'd you get rid of the accent? Oh, I think just acclimation. You know how you really? get used to like wow. get, uh, you acclimatize or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I moved out here, and within a few years, it just went away. But apparently, wow. when I get on the phone, like my it drives my wife nuts. So I get on the phone with my dad, and it takes about fifteen minutes of me talking about hot rods with my dad. And suddenly, Monday is Monday, Friday is Friday. <laughs> yep. You know, I was gonna fix it Monday. Ended up fixing it Friday. Um, you don't push anything. You push. Um, yeah, man. Rev pushes all the time. Push. push it real good. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, it comes right back out, dude. Uh, dude Mark that's... Mark Harris, of course, and he grew up, my window pane space player, grew up, uh, we went to high school together. But you guys were Maryland dudes that eventually made your way to the that's Northwest. correct. And, and, yeah. But window pane was a band in Maryland. We were a band in Maryland, then in Florida, and then I randomly, all the way to the corner of this country, came to Seattle, and then Mark came from Maryland straight to Seattle, but... When he and I, we're fine, we're both fine, but if we start working on a car, like the RV was fouling up and Mark and I went to work on it, and our bandmates are like, I don't know what just happened, <laughs> but you guys, what is going on? You're like Jebediah and, man, I'm packing that Crescent Ranch, you know, like it's just uh, Mark and I immediately. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. My bandmates will laugh. They're like, you and Harris start messing with the vehicle and you guys become country as F. Sound like you just got Instantly. some chaw in your mouth and everything. Oh, yeah, a little red wow. man plug. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> apparently that's a thing, man. <laughs> Nice. It's the same way for me. Yeah, I mean, I still have moments of having a New York accent, but when I went to college, it slowly went away because in upstate New York, nobody speaks like they do in in, in the city. Mm -hmm. So everyone has the the TV accent. Like I joke about people in Washington, like you just don't have an accent. Yeah. When I came to Washington, it even went away even more. Yeah. So when people hear old audio or video clips of me and they're like, whoa, well, it's great. Yeah. And I'm like, but when I talk to my buddies, if we start getting heated, or if I talk to my parents, comes out. or if I'm yelling about something, all of a sudden this accent comes back, and my wife always laughs when I'm talking to like some friends from New York, or when we go back home and I'm hanging out with my buddies, all of a sudden it's like as if I never... Never didn't left. have it, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like, like for you guys, when, it's a weird thing how when, your brain works. When you were speaking with uh, Joe from the WWE, our buddy, yeah. like he'll talk with you, and like, "Hey, Migsy," and you, you'll get into he it a little bit. Right yeah, away. Yeah, like, What's yeah. up, brother? How you doing? <laughs> you got water over there? Everything's good. Water. That's W A H D A H. And I am that? thirsty. <laughs> Some of that flavored water. Yeah, yeah. It's like whenever we have to say clear water casino, you make it's sure. something clear water. There's something about the just the way it rolls off my tongue. I just want to go clear water. But I'm like, I don't think anyone's going to spell no that right on the no website. No one's going to catch it. Yeah, that's that's clearwater.com. That's W-A-D-D-A, yeah. casino. Yep, you know, it's right there. <laughs> and except in, yeah, in Washington, we just add the R to Washington. Yep. It's right by Tuckwiller. Tuckwiller. <laughs> oh, that's actually... Um, Spokane drives me nuts. I always, Spokane? Yeah, I want to say Spokane. Well, mm-hmm. I started saying Spokompton for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah but then when I started making a joke of it, I could never say it right again. <laughs> so that I happens. get like self-conscious about it. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go out to Spokane. Window Pain's going to play in 
Spokane, Spokane, Spokane. Oh, God. Eastern Washington. Yeah, 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 man. I can't. You know, it's like polluting. I remember as a young person starting to say dude as a joke, and now it's part of the way I speak. Oh, yep. You know? We, uh, after watching Hot Rod, uh, uh, Danny McBride's character just goes, I know, right? And so we were doing that just for fun, and then it just it becomes became part. it. Yeah. And it was. You ever goof Kinda on like the, the girls that use the word like a lot? Mm-hmm. And whenever be careful I, with that one, because then all when you start thinking you about become it, Corey Feldman, man, right? <laughs> I got a great story about Corey Feldman. Oh, 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 so Corey Feldman, as you know, has a great new record out. It's a double album, Ugh. and it's just. That His double? last television appearance went viral. He was a little upset about why. He was, and then he went back on <laughs> and did it again, and it, it screwed was up again. and it was worse. Like I don't know how, but it was. But I liked it even more because it was worse. I, mainly because he let the musicians play. The first song that they performed, you could tell the bandmates, his angels, were just kind of just playing along to a track. The next time he went on there, it was his rock song, like his peace anthem. He was wearing a white and gold cloak <laughs> in that one. It's important to include cloaks it. in most of your live performance. As a musician, I've found that a lack of cloak has a great deal <laughs> to do with my lack of career. And I plan to follow Corey down the cloak road right you away. Start, and you got to do the Michael Jackson one hair removed from the ponytail thing that he has. Like It's like a piece of spaghetti that's coming from his forehead. <laughs> i got to grow my bangs longer still, I think. Yes, because I have yes. curly hair, my it's like a, a metric pube per six year because I have curly Excuse hair. Me. <laughs> so anyways, we <laughs> talked about his performance on BJ and Miggs and just how bad it was. Rev, did, are you finding it? Is I'm that trying, what, okay. yeah. No worries if you can't. It's not a big deal. Then we also talked about how on the first performance, he went on there, woman down, one of the chicks from the band decided, I do not want to be a part of it. So I don't know if you see the voicemail. If you find that, definitely we can grab that. That'd be awesome. Oh, what? Um, did she call and say, I'm not doing this anymore? No. He called her, like, ripping her a new blank hole. It's not in my thing. Really? I, I don't know if it's in the I system. I thought his thing about Corey's okay. Angels was about helping young hot women who need guidance. Right. Well, one girl- Don't this, we all want to help? Here's the funny thing. One of the girls, I think, caught wind of what was about to happen. We're going on the Today Show, and this is what we're going to do. I don't want to have anything to do with it. It's going to be embarrassingly bad. So she, <laughs> so she backed out at the last minute and decided, you know what? I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be a part of it. And Corey loses his he mind. Went nuts. Went, loses his mind on a voicemail. And it was one of the funniest things because she's just going off about, you know, what I've done for you. It's You could tell, like, he probably had a couple too many pops in his system or other stuff in his system and decided to let her know he what he He makes thinks. me feel hinged. I'm just throwing that out there. He, makes, just, he makes me feel like maybe I'm doing okay. Yeah, it's just like there's something about him that like... He's insane. Yeah, and he's found four girls that are one step away from... I think that they think this is their last hope at celebrity before they have to do porn. And so they're in Corey's band. <laughs> just go do the porn. Rev, don't worry about it if you're if you're yeah, not. Having, it's not really. It's <laughs> it's not worth that. And it's not worth the headache. Well, we, <laughs> so anyways, we talk about it. Yesterday, I get an email from a woman by the name of Crystal, and I'm oh, like, Oh, is Crystal upset with you? No, <laughs> you love this. <laughs> Hi guys, this is Crystal, the guitarist who Corey Feldman freaked out on. <gasps> voice. No way! Yes! Oh, dude. Feed First, me. I'm sold. Come on. Once I read that line, I'm like, what? Like, Corey's angel? The ex-angel? Is yeah, contacted we, us. We got we to see a photo of her, too, I think. 
Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, dude, she is. She's smoking hot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right on, well, <laughs> not dude, to, dude. Not to sound creepy by saying, hey. read, read me a bedtime story, please, man. So she goes, someone just sent me the link to your podcast. Hilarious. Talking about the morning show podcast that we put out every day, the daily experience. Um, if you want to have a funny talk with me about it, let me know. And then she tells me how she, she actually, she goes, and yes, I really do play guitar, LOL, which sounds like a good sport, because, you know, we probably did goof on the fact that, um, like, I don't, think, I don't think any of these girls know how Remember to play. Remember the Robert Palmer videos, man? None of those chicks were playing. I right. mean, it doesn't mean that girls can't just completely shred, but none of those girls were playing. So, yeah, that's probably what she's saying. Like, hey, look. I can actually play a guitar. Yeah, you know? she says, she's I probably wicked. And then she gave a little bit of her credentials. I currently play with Blues Hall of Famer, Guitar Shorty. Look him up. He's one of the last living blues legends. Oh, so I, she's an animal. Yeah. I played with Prince and Cirque du Soleil. Wow. And Cirque du Soleil, like, I like going to those because, you know, I'm, an, I'm a very refined... Uh, artistic type and they're person. they're fun on acid. That, that I would imagine they are. <laughs> I remember looking at my wife going, look, babe, I know you don't touch hallucinogenic drugs, but this is the closest you're going to get <laughs> to what it's like to be on a hallucinogenic drug when you're watching all these people flying and all these crazy visuals and the music the, the musicianship and the songwriting for the stuff that they do for the Cirque du Soleil is unreal. It's like very mellow oh, yeah. based. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. sort of like Blue Man Group. Uh, all those people mm-hmm. are just ridiculous musicians. Just shredding. So, I mean, I guarantee you, this Corey Feldman thing was a gig, and she's like, yeah, I'm a guitarist. It's a gig. I'm getting yep. paid. Let's do this. Right. right hand sort of thing. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, she goes, uh, you guys were dead on about everything. Yeah, I was talking about like... The girls, him. Wow. And very funny. Let me know. So we're hoping to get around BJ and Migs at That'd some point. That'd be incredible, man. I did find the voicemails. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Here's the first one. Crystal, it's Corey. I'm I'm wanting to believe that this is a joke. Uh, you got to be joking, right? This isn't real. Like, no human being on this earth would be selfish enough and egotistical enough and up in the head enough to... <laughs> friends over like this at the last minute like you know that i spent real money and you know that i'm struggling and you know how hard it has been to get to this point and like no person would do this to another group of people that they call friends unless you're like a soulless careless like inhumane piece of i mean that's not going to help getting her to call you back no and this is what she looks like it sounds like oh my god wouldn't you like her to you lay a couple of licks down on a window pane record. <laughs> licks. Does she give lessons? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she does. So no one can see what I'm looking at, but you have to imagine this blonde. She's kind of exotic, man. I'm going to yep. say she's, you know, not Swedish? mulatto-ish or something. She's got sort of an olive skin and kind of exotic Ooh, look, dark Greek? eyes. Yep. Um, mm. Yeah, maybe Greek. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, she's laying on her back wearing a black string bikini. On a pile of sheet music. Because um, that's how I read my music. She's beautiful. On a scale of 1 to 10, she's about a 12.5. Yes. And she's reaching up with her right hand. You can see visible tattoos. They're not mm-hmm. overly done. Um, tastefully done tattoos. Touching a... That is a dime bag. Dean, actually. Um, I forget the true name of it. Everyone calls him a dime guitar. But if you're a dime bag Daryl fan, it's a oh, natural Dean. Cool. Yeah. Um, she's smoking. She's everything you want. Let me show it to the rest now. <laughs> I'm not done fapping. Yeah, he is no. not done. He's not done. <laughs> Looking at it over there. So nope. anyway, you know, it's one of those things we pass photos back and forth. I'm trying to paint a picture for our listeners. She's, you painted a better picture than I could ever paint. Beautiful, yeah, right? guys. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, Somebody send this to her. It's Crystal with a Y. K-R-Y-S-T-A-L-K-H-A-L-I dot com. Yep. Yeah. She's got an exotic name. She's 
She's a smoke beautiful. Show. And I would bet you 20 bucks that she realized she was about to oh, wow. be put in a position where she was going to look foolish. And she oh, went, 100%. man, this has been a good gig, but it's about to damage my career. So without wanting to hurt wow. anyone or anything, I'm just going to have to politely step back. I bet you 20 bucks that I don't, my wallet has a $1 bill in it, so you'll have to front me 19 on the bet. <laughs> we could call her. I mean, the number's oh, that's there. That's a terrible idea. Do you, you want to call her? I mean, we could. I mean, I, or Rev sitting here like we could call. I mean, yeah, I have the ability. I mean, we could have a quick call just to kind of get that, and then set up an actual interview on the BJ Mix show. We <laughs> just do it. Call her? Yes, I mean, her, try. She, she left her number on here, um, and she emailed saying she'd love to be on the show. It'd be kind of cool just to get her perspective. Hey, if you're in, I'll write the number wait, down, Rev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your show. What? It's our show, man. <laughs> While we wait, let's hear the second voicemail from yes. Corey. It's incredible. So I really hope, for all practical purposes, that this is a elaborate joke, oh. and that you're going to call and say that this was all a joke, or you were just playing, or something. Because if I don't hear from you, girl, your name is Bud. Girl. Let me tell you, don't even bother coming back to LA, because you'll never get another gig in that down, oh, ever. He can't like, hurt I will her, man. make sure everybody knows what a piece of you are. K-Cool-Peace. That's my favorite part. K-Cool-Peace. That's like being 12. But he can't hurt her. She's no. beautiful and she's talented and it's going to be like, yeah, I walked away from Corey Feldman. People are like, good move, you're hired. No. no. <laughs> Rick Rubin, I'm sorry. No, Rick Rubin's like, I, I heard you what you did with Corey Feldman. I'm not going to have, I don't know yeah, why all of a sudden I mean, Rick Rubin sounds know, like a southerner. I'm not trying to tear down someone that's probably already having a hard enough time and I'm talking about Corey but he can't hurt her man yeah. I'm sorry to say it he just can't, he can't hurt her no, there's no chance um all right are we, are we trying this let's try this you're going right. to try and call her why not what's the worst she's going to do not answer which yeah. is probably what she'll do. Should I call her and pretend to be She'll Corey be like, Feldman? I can't believe you actually <laughs> no, called. We don't yeah. want her to hang up right away. <laughs> don't call me again. K peace. K cool. Bye. All right, here we go. This is exciting. It's a number she doesn't recognize. She's probably not going to pick it up. Right. We're all like holding our breath. I know. It's like we're actually trying to reach. Like the really cool girl, and she is. Come on, answer. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Oh, that's smart. Uh, no, that's smart. Good call. Goodbye. Well, well, screw you, lady. <laughs> oh, it'd be awesome if the little robot went. K, K peace. Cool. <laughs> K cool. Goodbye. <laughs> Deuces. Well, Crystal, we tried to call. Yeah. Um, honestly, man. So um, somebody else send this. To her again. Actually, right. you know, that said, I mean, for all our listeners, I bet you could probably YouTube her and find, I, I'd bet you 20, like I said, 20 bucks that I don't have that she's probably a hell of a musician. Yeah, I could. I, and just yeah. went, Oh, yeah, I'm I bet she shreds. Yeah, she probably went, I don't want to do this. This is going to make me look bad. You nailed it right there. I 100% I, I bet agree. that's what it is. And I, I'm We're sure going to become was, a joke. I would bet she was polite about it. Like, Corey, I'm very sorry. I can't do the appearance. Here's why. She probably didn't say, you're about to make a fool of me. Yeah. Um, but I bet she was polite and cool about it. And she was trying to make the right move for her career. And I can't fault her or anyone for that, man. When, when uh, Steve, uh, Steve and BJ were first talking about it, Steve put it around the head, uh, like, Ever, all those girls had just like a glazed look over their eyes, and it wasn't necessarily like you know, like drug induced or anything like that. It was just like they're not there, yeah, like they're just not there right then. And it's like, 
and I bet she was like, I am there, and I'm talented, and I should not be doing this. This is career suicide. Like you Well, and at some point, you look at the, the price tag versus the reward, and, and I really think, yeah. I don't think it would have been career suicide, but she probably wants to be taken seriously. It would have been I, a facepalm moment. Well, like, you don't saying, put that on your man. resume. Like, you know, after that, how am I going to be taken seriously as a musician? Oh, you I, know? absolutely. And, and I'll throw this out there, too. As a beautiful woman that's a musician, that's, a ch- that's uphill to begin with. Because people are like, oh, she's smoking hot. People just are into because she's no smoking hot. There's no way she can do anything. I mean, dude, get yeah, online. Right. You see some of these these girls play guitar. It's like, I have no business even touching one. But because they're beautiful. And I've talked to actually local artists that are, are women that struggle with the fact that they're because they're attractive, there can be a tendency not to take them seriously, which is a serious drag. But there's that element out there in the world. And so I bet all that plays into her going, I can't do this. You know, mm-hmm. here she is uh, doing a little bit of a uh, voodoo child by Jimi Hendrix. I'll go a little bit ahead. Interesting with a hip hop beat. Is that her singing? Yep. Oh man, that's bad quality though. Let's find something better. At, uh, <laughs> let's see. Crystal Kali teaches major scale sliding. She's doing this in a bra. I mean, in a bikini top. Is she really? Yeah. Turn your phone around, man. (laughs) Sapo. God, she's beautiful. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second lesson at Bikini Guitar Lessons. Ah! Bikini Guitar Lessons. (laughs) That's what I'm doing wrong, man. I officially love her. Oh, me too. I officially (laughs) love her. She does Bikini Guitar Lessons. You know what, though? Again, she's like, huh, okay. This is an. That's a good idea. I'm it's sorry. A it's a idea. good idea. You know, I'm watching idea. that later today. Oh, dude. I have an acoustic guitar. I need lessons. Actually, you know what, man? Here's what I will do. I will go and learn a couple bikini guitar lesson licks, and yes. then we can do on a later cast. I'll come in and play you what I've learned on bikini guitar lessons. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> I thought you said you're going to start your own bikini guitar lessons. I'm like, Glenn, you no. don't need that, man. Oh, no, dude. Good, I'll, I'll do banana hammock guitar lessons. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you have two subscribers. I'll do that for drums. <laughs> Didn't Tommy Lee already do that? Yeah, it actually worked out okay bigger. for him. He's rocking like a 5A. I got like a 3A. Or go the other way around. Here's a question now. It's still as a drummers. man in a thong, man. Why? Speaking of naked drummers, why are all drummers almost always naked? Or Sweating. almost close? They're hot. Okay. I, don't, I don't take off my shirt because, well, I just don't have the physique for it, and I might get myself a black eye from my moves bouncing. <laughs> But like Sean, I'll see. That's a great way to put it. Steve, what happened? I thought you were playing a show. I was. Why do you have two black eyes? Knock myself out. John Bonham, Wooby Dick, 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 Amazing. But like your drummer, Sean, he'll he'll take the shirt off, and of course he's got the physique for it. Oh yeah, he's in good shape. Well, we keep laughing. We're gonna hang a bird feeder in the RV and write Sean on it because he'll be like, yeah, man, get me um two quarter pounders, large fry, and a sprite. Of course. And then no, 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 no. And then he gets his food and we find a quarter pounder indicating singular with like a bite out of it three french fries are missing and the rest of it's wrapped up in a bag What's he doing? I don't know. He eats like a bird. That's not fair. What's the rest of it? Where's it going? 
Just uh, well, he doesn't eat. He's wasteful. Those kids in Ethiopia, they, they all hate Morrison. I've sent them t-shirts like, die, Morrison, die. You'll see the kids with Sally Struthers. They're wearing them shirts in the desert. I'm just saying. That's something sometimes. And granted, they're women. When I go out to eat with my, my wife and her mom and her grandma, and we all, and, and even her cousin Kaylee, we're all sitting around getting like Panera, and they're all like full after eating half a sandwich. And I'm looking at all their food going, I'll finish it all for you if yeah, you want. Yeah, it's like, bag that like, up. They're like, oh, no, don't worry about it. It's like, no, you bag that up. My, right. my wife does that. Tawny's like that, too, man. And mm. she'll whip up like, uh, oh, man, dude, she does this thing she calls wife soup. It happens every winter. Uh-huh. And she'll get like uh, like a big beef bone. Or this time, it, which was really weird looking, it was a bunch of uh, chicken feet, the bird's feet. And you put this with water and garlic and onions and all this in a, what's a crock pot? Is that yeah. what that's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what it does is, and then you cook this for like five days. And it's weird. You're looking at this vat of garlic and bird feet and like cow bones. But the house smells amazing. Oh, Mm -hmm. dude. You get to my front door, you can smell it. Yeah. But it pulls all the marrow and the nutrients and stuff out of of the That makes sense. And it is incredibly, incredibly good for you. Like Mm. if you're even slightly kind of maybe-ish sick, it'll fix you. Um it's loaded with nutrients, and she will cook this thing, this last batch. Uh, it was like the color of caramel, and my house smelled like paradise. Yeah. And last night when I got home from rehearsal was, hey, here it is. I finally finished it. Oh. And we each had a bowl of wife soup, and she sprinkled a little bit of shredded cheddar on it. I call mm. it wife soup, man. Yeah. And it was incredible. Tawny ate half her bowl. And she's like, you want to finish mine? And I'm like, have you eaten today, babe? She's like, well, I ate earlier, but I had half a bowl. I'm full. It's soup, man. Right. It's, it's yeah. just soup. Yeah. Finish it, dude. Yeah, just slurp it down. My, slurp bri- that white my soup. bride, my bride will make a <laughs> cup of Lipton noodle soup and finish half half the cup. I don't get it's that. It's a cup. Yeah, I don't, my wife's like the same way. that. One gulp. Bam. Done. You. Where's yeah. more? That's an appetizer. Yeah. Yeah. Barely. Yeah, I hate to go back to our, our, our girl here, yeah, Crystal, sure but it. Uh, I found an acoustic <laughs> performance where she's singing as well. Oh, I'd love to hear it's that. It's a girl in red dress covers red dress by magic. So here we go. So she's got the sexy voice too. This is not fair. She's got a great voice, man. She knows it is late. Oh, wow. She was honestly, if I came home and that's my woman. Can I see the screenshot of that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I, she's just sitting there with an acoustic guitar. I'd be like, man. babe, you got to stop performing. When I'm home, because I just walk around the yeah. house with a stiffy. Dude, when you <laughs> that talk sexy to her, voice, that sexy look. She's exotic looking, man. She's gorgeous. Yeah, I always talk about the. Oh, she's got. Well, she's, she's never she's got, got a, finger tattoos too, by the way. Um, maybe Roman numerals or something. But yeah, dude, I always used to talk about like the most gorgeous women in the world are never. What would you? I guess you would say purebred if you're using like a dog reference. But we came up with like one of the most beautiful combinations was what Kevin, uh, our old drummer, and I used to call Blasian, a combination of black and Asian. Yeah, these uh-huh. women are ridiculous, and and I wonder, man, that's what I'm saying. She, it, it might be a Greek thing, Rev. I'm buying that for a mm, dollar, but I don't know. I think at her her, more. her lineage is it's definitely a bunch of hot people had sex with hot people, <laughs> like uh, a of and she is the result of you know. 
It's it's all those pale, sickly Brits that keep doing the kid down the street, and they're really fouling up the gene pool. I think <laughs> we're supposed to crossbreed so we get prettier and smarter as 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 humans. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm telling well, you. Well, it's man. unfortunate that, that that's the last we'll ever hear of her because yeah. clearly she's not going to be able to work in this industry. No, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Corey's yeah, going to take her right. Oh, her. another good one too is Blexican. Came up with Blexican. That's black and and Mexican or Hispanic, but Blexican. Dude, you ever meet a Blexican? You're going to be like, oh. I can't believe how hot you are. It's true, man. It's true. Dude, I want to go back, because I did write the notes down. I don't want to forget. Congratulations. I wrote nachos down. I have a great story about nachos. And then I'll I'll lead into, because we do got to talk about the next brainchild of Glenn Cannon's for a future MIGS cast event. I know. But it's not MF2, Electric Boogaloo. Have I told you about that yet, Oh, That's going to happen. We're doing Uh another MIGS fest. MF2, Electric Boogaloo. I don't know if I could survive. Oh, well, maybe we'll give you a few months before you have to even worry about Please. it. Please. So I go to the hard luck with my buddies uh, yesterday after we played some hockey. So we're like, oh, let's go grab some lunch. Let's have a couple beers and let's just hang out. So we went to the hard luck in Parkland, which is an awesome spot. And they got great food. Meatball sub is just through the roof. But mm. my buddy, his name is Nacho. And he sees on the menu, he's talking to the waitress and he's like, should I get the nachos or should I get the wings? And she's like, well, the nachos is a lot for one man. And that all immediately stirred up the competitive vibe that is Nacho. Man. He's like, how how much for a man? Bring it. And she goes, look, nobody's ever finished it. That's oh, try. Oh, even that now, statement is a mm-hmm. challenge. And then the guy who's the chef, who also works manager, I believe, he he walks by like without even missing a beat. Goes, you finish it, it's free. And we're like, oh, so what? So Nacho's like, get me the nachos. So we ordered nachos, and then he's like, I got this. This is no problem. I got a huge appetite. The nachos show up, and oh my goodness gracious. Like, I posted it on Twitter at I'm Steve Steve, Mays. Steve's calling up a photo of this right now, kids. And that's the picture of those nachos. Oh, dude. That's nacho with the nachos. It is a giant plate of nachos. It's like the, you know, in, in cartoons, oh, the, the oversized pie that you see in cartoons, you yeah. know, man? It's like an oversized cartoon pie. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Did he finish it? No, I'll show you the picture of how much he finished. <laughs> Here's a picture of him covered in his own stool, crying. He made it halfway through. Dude, we're like maybe, and they said, if you got to get it done in an hour, he goes, ah, no problem. And then the guy goes, hell, I'll give you two hours. Like, that's how confident they were that he will not be able to finish this. And he's eaten, he's eaten, and I'm watching. I kind of wanted to try him, but I knew that would make it, yeah, that yeah. would disqualify right, it. So right, I'm like, right. all right, well, hopefully he you bows out. You avoid the warranty. So finally he goes, I'm done. The picture of him done, it <laughs> doesn't even look like he put a dent in this. Are you seeing that right? Yeah, yeah, boys yeah and girls. I saw it. It looks like maybe less than 20% is absent. I would even say like closer to 15, yeah. It looks like he barely touched it, dude. And he ate a lot of it. And this thing was caked. Yeah, that's, that serves five or six is the deal, man. Look at that, dude. It yeah, looks yeah, like he yeah. didn't even dent it. Yeah. Dude, the waitress said she's seen four guys eat that and, and not, not finish, finish it. it. Not finish it at all. So he he, cha- he tag, tags out, and I'm like, well, now I can have some. How right? are they? Delicious. Yeah. Really good. That looks like one you get at the beginning of like like 10 a.m. Like yep. you get in there for on Sunday, yep. and you're there through Monday or through Sunday night football. Yeah. Like you're just like, we'll just sit here and just have these nachos. We'll still pick at these nachos. Yeah. yeah. Can you Hell, just even Monday night football? Lamp. Later yeah. when they're soft and floppy, they'll still be delicious. Yeah, they were. Because they yeah. were soft and floppy by the time I got to eat them, and they were delicious. But they were caked on with like regular cheese. Like sprinkled on cheese, and then also mm. like your your easy cheese was in there as well. It was a cheese overload, and then he goes, "Yeah, maybe that was a bad idea." And I'm like, "Why? Well, you got you still had a good meal. It wasn't that expensive, you know. They were good." He goes, "Well, I'm lactose intolerant." 
Oh. And I'm looking at him and go, well, why did you think you should eat these nachos? Same reason I drink milk every day. Right. <laughs> he goes, I don't know. I just wanted the nachos. And he goes, I'll be back. And then he leaves and goes to the bathroom. We don't see him again for like 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. Man. I know that struggle. Oh. Ugh. Man, dude, it was, oh. it was fun to be a part of a food challenge, though. I sure. enjoy a good food challenge, and there was no way in hell. I, I mean, and I like to put down a lot of food. Even when my wife thinks I'm full, I could still eat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to take gotten, the food away from me, Yep. or I'll just keep I'll yeah, just keep especially picking. if something's delicious. And yes. I've gotten better at self-governing where I tell oh. myself, okay, this is the point where you're going to feel sick. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say eight out of ten times I can stop. It's about the Nine flavor, ten, man. I'm like, I oh. don't care. And I, I it's so good. Yeah, I love it's the good, flavor. And it's just, yeah, yes. brother. That's like yeah. what sushi is for me or even Indian food. It's like I know oh, I've man. already had two yeah. servings of it, but I, it just tastes so freaking oh, dude, good. Dope, dope, sushi, dope Mexican. Um, at, yeah. Well, yeah, man, you know. The chips alone for Mexican. Skinny That's people don't problem, have these problems. Man. Yep, they, they give, don't. They give well, you... your drummer does. Well, that's because Sean would have two chips and be like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, but he'll order like a, a pound of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Anybody want some of these? It's funny because it, it's weird. It actually bothers Mark, our bass player. Like, Tony and I are like, ah, whatever. And Mark's like, look at that. Look at that, man. Look. Man, that's so not wasteful. right. Look at it. <laughs> it makes really? Mark insane. Well, he dude. worked in the food world. Actually, yeah, Harris Harris was a, is a super talented chef. Man. Yeah, maybe was, that's what he it was. Is. He catered my wedding. Yeah, Tony and I giggle about it. It makes it Mark comes unhinged. That is funny. Yeah, that's a good wedding. Yeah, he <laughs> that, was. That had, he had the prime rib, right? It was at Daniel's Broiler. Yeah, that that, that was the food provider. Mark and then, ran that back then, uh, and I didn't killer. know that when when we booked the venue. The venue said, "Well, here's the thing," because I was like, "Oh, I'll bring out." Outside vendors, and they're like, "No, we work with a vendor." It actually turned out to be the very last time they worked with them before they they allowed people to. But mm-hmm. I'm glad in a way that it forced me to do it because Daniel's broiler food is amazing. Yeah. Sure, it was a little pricey, but it was worth it. Everyone loved it. We did like a buffet type style, so people could get multiple servings for all my stoner friends. Oh, so good! And then we set it all up, and all of a sudden, I get a phone call from Mark, and I'm like, "Oh no, Mark's calling." He goes, "Hey man, see you at your wedding." Yeah, and I'm like. Oh, this is awkward. I don't have any more room. I really didn't want it's you a, here. It's a really small. I've it's been a, around you drunk, man. I was like, okay, yeah. And he goes, I'm, 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 he's like, I'm just having with you, man. I'm, I'm going to be taking care of your wedding for the food. And I'm like, no way. That is awesome. Yeah. What a small world. Yep, yep. That was great, though. Yeah, no doubt, man. But, and Harris is mega talented that way, dude. He's, he's always been good at that. Yeah, I mean, try caviar. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think? I think it's way overpriced. <laughs> Actually, I'm with you. It's not yeah. bad, though. I've had caviar. I've had yeah. variations of caviar. It's not, not disgusting, fan. but he found, he's like, I got this, uh, like, several hundred dollar amount. It's overpriced. It's, yeah. su- it's it's supposed to be super salty, right? Yeah. Okay, because, yeah, that was just total, like, yeah, blood for there's, me. So. To me, it's there's not much, I, I mean, I don't want to be that way, but there's not much to it. I was yeah. kind of like, huh. Good thing there was a cracker involved. Yeah, you know, maybe like, it was just yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. I mean, and you know, Bond eats it, so okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a status thing. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of because I don't get how that is. Like, it's the same with like, honestly, like I don't understand why crabs are that much because it's like, well, when you get into like like this the big Alaskan king crab and the snow crab, I mean, that is to me anyway, really, really delicious. It's mm-hmm. magnificent. For me, it's all about the butter. Oh, dude. Like, well, so if you, like, just dip it in butter, like, all right, fine, it's acceptable. But beyond that, oh, yeah, wow. Not I love too into oh, it. Dude. Yeah, and yeah. lobster tail. Lobster oh, tail? No, that's totally man. different, though, because Maine lobster tail. Oh, it's so good. Dude. You got to go Maine lobster, too. Yeah. The Australian lobster tail is okay. 
I'll fill well, it's it. weird. I got the um, Tony and I were all excited. We got the big. I think they actually called it, and I'm not trying to make a B-52s joke, but the Rock Lobster and the tail. Oh, was, I know. Yeah, it's the size of my arm. I'm like, I want that one. And honestly, it's a different flavor. And I didn't care for it as much. It was right. huge, which I thought was exciting. And then I bit into it. I'm like, man, I'd rather have a little eight ounce guy that tastes right. Yep. So that was a. I actually believe it or not, for a guy that will ruin ramen, I can make a mean lobster tail. I got it down to a science. I'm really? actually good at rack of lamb, believe it or not. And then of course, everyone else getting really hungry right now. Yeah, no, talking dude, about nachos, wow. lamb, and lobster. Jeez. <laughs> and I love that we're about to like segue into like Glenn's new idea for a future event for the yeah, podcast. Yeah, go, go, go for it, man. No, no you no. tell it, man. Well, this is okay. all you. This is a brilliant so, idea. I love this idea. Rev, you're going to love you it. You know, from a, from a certain perspective, mainly mine, um, and this is only a joke, but I, I joked that the only way I could get the three of us, because we're all busy, we all have a lot going on, so the easiest way I could think of to get the three of us out drinking together was to throw Mig's Fest. <laughs> yeah, yep. and it worked. Well, we so, succeeded in that. Oh, dude, so Mig's Fest got wings, and I don't even think Mig's Fest had happened yet, and I'm like, well, what are we going to do next? And <laughs> I've noticed that the three of us talk a lot about hot wings, man. We've yep. had that conversation more than once, so I came up with an idea, which is wingdemonium. And what I want to do is, is the MIGS cast will take over a Buffalo Wild Wings for, uh, say, an early evening. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll bring in a small PA and have acoustic performances. I'll hit up like Rainstone, JT Phillips, Wyatt oh, Olney, oh, Jamie nice. Nova. So we'll have unplugged artists doing sets, and we'll invite listeners and whoever to come be a part of Wingdemonium at Buffalo can, Wild Wings. Can I ask? And that way we can all just go eat hot wings together, man. I, <laughs> this is know, my dream. I love this. this. Is my new this idea. is amazing. <laughs> have you, they, they have stuff like online that does like the hot pepper gaming where they have to like eat a hot pepper and then like review a game. Can there just be like one song where someone has to eat a hot wing and then they Ooh. have to rock out? I will do that. I'll, nice. If we do Wingdemonium, I'll eat a hot wing and then cover Dave Matthews' crash. Love it. We call it the wing string got, challenge. Whoa! <laughs> the wing string challenge! Yes. You can't wipe your Get fingers. Get one of their nuclear yes. ones, and then you just like right. eat it, eat it, eat it, and play. And then you got to play with your the sauce with the all over your fingers. All right. <laughs> I, I, I will do it. I love this. I will do it this at Wingdemonium. All right, we gotta. I'm gonna have to talk to somebody that deals with Buffalo Wild Wings if here. Buffalo Wild Wings, will, I can get. If us, not, we're going to the Wing Dome. I can get us a PA on the cheap. <laughs> um, we won't need much for unplugged performances. I will take care of the sound equipment end of it, and I'll book the artists. Buffalo Wild Wing just has to let us come in and do take it. Take over, yeah. <laughs> and if they're, you know, it's like, dude, you're gonna sell a ton of wings and a ton of beer. We're bringing a crap ton of people. Yeah, let us uh, have a party at your spot. Right, you know? just allow us a spot somewhere in. The Plus, it's you know, and go those to the manager. Are huge too. Well, it's man, like how much so. free promo do you want for your Buffalo Wild Wings? It's going to get a ton of free promo. I said we take over like the Tequila one. Probably mm-hmm. that's that. I think that, I mean, I know there's a downtown one, but that's a bitch to find parking. Dude, it's impossible to find parking. Right. The only reason why we love it is because we have parking. We just walk down. We, we can just walk there. there. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- yeah. That's. I think parking's important because we're going to promote it and invite it. And I think people. I know it sounds retarded, but I think people will come out no, to this. Why not? Right? That's oh, the I know reason why. Yeah. Because it's goofy. Yeah. And that's fun. It's fun for everybody. And, yeah. and we get to watch some great local talent perform. Well, I, and I really think and the, the artists, string challenge with Glenn Cannon. <laughs> so I'm not going to do a set. I'm just going to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do you know, one. I'm basically going to ruin a set of fresh guitar strings <laughs> and then be carried off the oh, premises. You can just like wash those, right? That's just how that works. So I have to eat the mega dumb, super yeah, yeah, spicy yeah, yeah, yeah. wing. The blazing yeah. wing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the one that sing. I could get, I got through. Three? Yeah. Three. Two and a half. Well, no, here, yeah, here's the thing I want to yeah. say, though. Like, um, 
I'm not worried about completing their challenge. So I want it to cool off to an edible temperature. So what I'm really only dealing oh, with yeah. is the spice. Mm-hmm. That's right. You guys cool with that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. This okay. isn't about a challenge. This is a wing string challenge. So way we'll, different than the blazing challenge. We will spice me up and we'll see if I can get all the way through Dave Matthews crash while you guys heckle me oh, yeah. viciously. Oh, oh yeah. no. I think we all need to learn the lyrics. Sing oh, a song. Sing along, campfire and, sing along. Oh, you're going to cover for me, huh? No, we're all going to sing along. Because I'll be up there trying to breathe. <laughs> we, should, we should all have to take a, eat one of those wings, and, oh. and it's like a choir, your, your wing oh, choir. Man. Well, we sang together at Mix Fest, so now Did I'll- Did we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The song, I don't the song, remember the song. either, man. Yeah. I saw a video footage of it and was quite tickled that- yeah, I, so I'm not going to get hammered, man. I still, so. My favorite part still of all of that is that I proclaim that I love Tony more than my wife. Yep. <laughs> Don't I think he was, very, he was very pleased with that, man. He was like, oh, that's nice, man. That's, that's really, that's a, you know what's funny about all of that is on stage, the way our monitor mixes are set up, um, we really, Tony and Mark get them. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of it in center mix, and Tony doesn't get much Mark, and Mark doesn't get much Tony. Oh. It's really... They mainly get me, and then when they sing, they can hear their harmony gotcha. in, in relationship to mine. That's kind of how we run our monitor mixes. So, and for me, I don't have them at all. I'm pretty much just, man, my voice, oh, I can hear my voice. Great. I'm good. Yep. I, I've just been playing in clubs so long that I'm like, can I get a little more of this? And I want a little more hi-hat. I, I, as a drummer, I used to keep it as simple as possible uh, for the sound guy. You, can I get just a hair? It makes me nuts. Right. If I can hear my voice, fine. That's all I, I, mean, I ever cared that's about. That's the way yeah. I am. So... When you guys hit the stage and we started into it, I couldn't hear either of you. Oh, that's funny. And what's really funny is, you know, Steve's making this speech. All I can hear is my guitar. Oh, I can see his mouth moving. I, you know, he puts his arm around me and his mouth's moving and I'm just nodding and smiling. I have no idea. He could be like, Glenn's got crabs so bad. I can see him in his eyebrows right now. And I'm just smiling and nodding. Mental note to do that next time. Yeah, right. (laughs) Tony said the same thing. When you put your arm around him and said Uh that, all he saw was your mouth moving. None of us could hear. hilarious. you On your side of the stage, you had Mark's monitor So Mark heard the whole spiel. Mark heard it all. (laughs) The rest of Sean might have some of Mark in his wedge. I'm not sure about that. But Tony and I couldn't hear a word. Oh, that is not one word. So you're making that whole speech. Heartfelt speech about how much I love you guys. We could hear it. A bit in the room, but with all those bodies out there soaking up the sound, it was kind of what Rev did. It was a little bit of... And we could hear our guitars and Sean's drums and Mark's bass. That's funny. (laughs) So all of that, when I watched all the footage later, I was like, oh, well, that's nice. Because I had no idea what he said on stage, man. To be honest, I didn't even know what I said on stage until I went back and watched it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's that. That was so much fun, man. When when the whole crowd started clapping, how awesome was that? That was killer. My only regret, the more I think about it, and I think about it almost every day... <laughs> I kind of wish I would have stage dove. What? Yeah, you could have. You could have put your. There's so many people there. You could have, but you could have put know. your phone on Sean's drum riser See, I, and I, your wallet, and it would have been safe. I and mean, that was, and you could have dove. That was the only thing that kept me from not doing it because I was like, I remember thinking about it beforehand. I'm like, I should just put my wallet and my phone on like an amp or on a. You could have put it on Sean's yeah. riser. It would have been as safe as Fort Knox, man. And then, but but everything was going on. It didn't look very rock starish to take the phone out of the pocket to take the wallet. <laughs> it's out of 2016. The pocket. I know. You know. I. It, that's the only. <laughs> 
only regret. Maybe at, uh, MF2 Electric Boogaloo, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, MF2 Electric Boogaloo. Because the visual of the video would look awesome with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it would have been great. Yeah. And you could have. That crowd would have, they would have, you could have gone from the upper, you could have vettered it. You could have went from Take the upper balcony. Take me upstairs. And I, I think that crowd would have caught you. Yeah. They, they would have vettered you, What man. an awesome crowd that was. Oh, they were. Everyone, so much fun. we were talking about that earlier before the podcast, like, I know the venue is probably oversold. I don't want to say it was oversold because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But so we'll say the well, venue I know on the bus I was probably overserved. oversold. Yeah, on the bus <laughs> I was overserved. But that party spilled out into. It wasn't just in the venue. It was in the streets surrounding the venue. Oh yeah, we turned it into an outdoor festival. But there was not a single fight. There was not a single arrest. Um, a lot of times with big club shows and stuff like that, you get someone that ODs or whatever the case may be. It's just part of the deal. Nothing. No, I don't think anyone got like any single, any eighty six at all. No, dude, nothing. Not man. a single problem. How does that happen? That's what I'm saying. Mix fest. That's how it happens. <laughs> I guess it was really cool in that. All those people were there to have a good time. I'll say, like, you know, I know, like, we end it and we always say stay positive, and that's yeah. the mantra of this podcast. And when I even asked up there, hey, how many people listen to podcasts? And the overwhelming majority of the people put their arms up. I, I think met, I think that vibe really did translate into totally. the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was having a ball. And I, I met a bunch of people that night that knew me from the podcast. I don't think they had ever seen Window Pane before. Awesome. There's a lot and of people. That was who, really cool. Who hadn't had a chance to see, I mean, much less Window Pane, uh, the five other bands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't seen Superfecta in forever. Not since Kyle's been yeah. the, new, yeah, the, yeah, front been the actual front man. I was so glad to have done that. I mean, even my wife, she was like super stoked. And she's like, I love them the most. And she mm-hmm. was, um, beforehand, she was blasting Clover Jane. And nice. then afterwards, it was a ton of Superfecta. Uh, it's just like it opened up a lot of people's minds to local music that they hadn't even experienced. Yeah. And in, and all those bands are fan- They're all really great bands, man. Yeah, nice people. It wasn't like, you know, <laughs> sometimes you go to shows and you have to suffer through blank to get to right. blank, you know? We didn't just overload it with a bunch no. of bands just to be like, hey, look, you get six bands for the price yeah. of two. All yeah. those, all the, and, they're, and all the band members are so cool and so friendly and so supportive of one another. And yeah, it was just great. I mean, it was great. It was a great night all the way around, man. And so, yeah, MF2 Electric Boogaloo, it's happening. Dude. Oh, for sure. And well, we, got, we, we got to do like the graffiti electric, like the breakdancing logo. Like oh, the, dude, the, the, the Electric Boogaloo logo. Right. That, thinking, yeah, yeah, with like that neon spray paint or whatever we, we, it was. We could even say Glenn Globus Presents. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the next one. Did you know that's Canon Films? You ever seen me wear that Canon Films t shirt? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay, so Canon Films wow. was Glenn Globus. There's actually a documentary out called Electric. Boogaloo, and there are these crazy Israeli guys that just made horrible movies. I love breaking horrible and breaking horrible movies. Well, those were some of their successes. They were responsible for the film quote, Cobra, unquote, all those Chuck Norris movies, like Invasion USA and stuff. No way. Watch. So you, they've done all the movies I love. Uh, well, but, but, <laughs> dude, they basically they were just these crazy Israeli filmmakers, and they would just throw up cameras and film it. Early on, it was pretty much like you got to get boobies and everything because boobies make a picture. They were That's just nut bars. Them. True, but yeah. Canon Films, it was called Canon Films, and then they ended up fighting with each other, and it became Galan Globus, etc. But you should watch the documentary Electric Boogaloo. I will. It oh tells the story of those guys, and you realize, like, oh my god, all those awful movies, and they're all really bad. <laughs> came from those guys. You know, like, yeah, and it just total spitballing. Like, they just, uh, um, we're going to do this and this and that and that and, okay, start shooting tomorrow. Like, just madhouse. Dude, like, Ed that is Wood. awesome. 
So that's why I have that <laughs> Canon Films t-shirt, because to me it's hilarious, because it's spelled the right, my last name's spelled the way they spelled Canon Films. Gosh. But if you see Canon Films or Galan Globus, like, <laughs> it's guaranteed to be a really good slash awful movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we'll do that for the theme for Mixfest 2. The Mixfest 3, <laughs> we gotta do uh, the, the year, what is it, the Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon theme. The show enough? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know how. Somehow, like a new logo that. So has, now like, we're two years out. You yeah. realize we're two years out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Metallica's playing so. Mixed Fest three. Metallica already Mixed confirmed. Fest 3 yeah, yeah. Sweet. All right, maybe they haven't confirmed, but we're gonna make it happen. We'll yeah. do it. Where there's yeah, we a will, there's a way. We have to do it again. I think oh. we have to do it again. No, this is. Well, yeah. If not, it has to absolutely, definitely be a yearly I mean, it, tradition. It was. It was a immeasurable success. I mean, the, the club was oversold. The bands all did great. Everyone had a good time. There were no problems. No fights. No one got hurt. There was no mosh pit where some poor dude got stitches. I mean, nothing. Nothing. It was just a bunch of people raging and having a ball. And it was awesome. Definitely like, rage. You were talking to Hair Club before we started the recording. He was like, yeah, they, they came from uh, Brian Wilson. Talk about a, a polar opposites yeah, of a concert. Sh- and, yeah, he, and he right. was like, and then I came down. I'm like, yeah, then you came to Thunderdome. He's like, yeah, we pulled up. There were people in the streets and just, yeah, man. People yeah. doing jello shots in the streets. People <laughs> losing their mind in the streets. I was just really happy that uh, uh, A, I didn't puke on the bus, yep. and B, I didn't puke on Hair Club, because apparently I walked right past him, went or like just oh. got right up, right as he got on the bus. Oh. Uh, so you uh, just missed him. J- yeah, in every aspect you could possibly think of, because I got three steps off the bus, and I was just booting right there. And then I made sure and uh, got the, uh, you know, Michelle, I, I just I was like, I was out of right there. I was like, get me to the bathroom, because I was about to crap my pants. I could just feel it. Oh, man. And she just was like, all of a sudden, Migs Fest becomes a guar concert. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the one time I can't. Well, I mean, anytime you really don't want to, but it was like, I definitely don't want to have any sort of thing like that happen. And she got me to the bathroom. Hung out there for like three, four minutes, came out, and I felt like a million bucks. Yeah, I saw you and her down front stage right for a lot of the evening, just literally watching the show, man. And it was Um, because it was awesome. Yeah, that was great. It was great. So much fun. Well, I wondered if Steve was going to make it. I made it. I only saw you on the bus of ill repute. I, got, I was on that bus just long enough to realize that I should not be on that bus. Oh, so yeah. Like how I was in the DJ booth spinning? Oh, oh, dude, yeah. You're in the DJ booth spinning. The whole... It was crazy in there. And, of course, you're illuminated by blacklight. Yeah. So all oh, I see so is like... creepy. Dude, it was like Steve's teeth and fingernails. We're like, yeah. hey, Glenn. And I was like... Ah! Yeah. He's like, bro, I'm not feeling any pain. I'm like, I need to leave this bus. He's like, no, come back here with me, 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 Stay. man. Yeah. And I was out of there. But I wondered, man, when we were like, hey, we want to invite our friend up or whatever. Cricket, cricket, cricket. Like, no, yeah. Steve. Rev standing there like, I'll yep. sing his parts. After you know? after I after I puked, uh, Michelle realized, she's like, oh, God, I think, I think we need to have a caretaker here. And definitely for me at that point. But I was okay. And then she was like, I'm going to go find Steve. Steve already had set an alarm. I'm looking at my alarm at 11.15. It says on my phone, the alarm, get inside, effer. <laughs> so he was already set up for it, but she was ready awesome. to drag to him, grab him. him. Yeah, because she was like, I don't, I'm usually not the one that handles 
people, but I got to do this. It now. was dope having you guys on stage for us, Dude. and I mean that crowd. It was wall to wall, even up in the balcony for that performance. Like, how weird is that? And it, it was it's weird so to me, cool you know? having you guys on stage with us, playing to just a sold out room. I mean that was that was awesome, guys. It was a moment was a I'll good never time. like. I, I joke. It's moments I'll never forget. That some I don't even remember, but like <laughs> that moment I remember, and I'll never forget that moment because it was your entire set, like. Everything about it, all the bands performing. You know, why don't we do the voicemails, the emails, and the text messages? Because we yeah, got, yeah, we've yeah. got a lot of correspondence about Migs Fest, and I feel like we're going to definitely... I hope everyone had a good time, man. Nothing, nothing negative. I kidnapped... Um, oh, man, now I'm forgetting their names, and I'm feeling really bad. Um, uh, Hannah and... Justin. Justin and Hannah? Yes. Yeah. Dude, so I saw them early in the night. I gave them a bunch of window pane records. I bought them both shots. You also got them into the show for free. I uh, got them, them in the, the show for free. I kidnapped them. I took them on the bus. Yep. Then I kidnapped them and took them, them to the after hours party up the street. There's I love you guys. Party? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I hope you guys had a ball. I love you guys. It was awesome hanging with you. Oh, um, they left a voicemail. Oh, did they? Oh, oh sweet. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay, a, I can't wait. Because I haven't seen him since. And I, I wanted to just, because I had just met him and they had just gotten married. Yep. So I wanted to give them like this royal treatment experience Dang. like nothing's off limits you guys just got married i'm too broke to give you anything but this and so Trust I, me, I wanted to okay the voicemail foreshadowing yeah you succeeded oh and then that some. makes me really happy and i needed to be really happy man that's awesome all right let's do the voicemails emails and the text messages I want to listen to this the next time I have sex. <laughs> What's the matter? Is this not doing it for you? <laughs> I believe Crystal played on that song with. <laughs> no, Crystal had to call and say, look. <laughs> Ziggy, I'm out. Ziggy, no offense. I'm way too hot for this. Uh, this one comes from Big Rig. I think we all met Big Rig at the show. Uh, Jared, he says, I'm still hyped that I was lucky enough to be a part of Migs Fest. Absolutely amazing. The vibe was infectious. And this is an email at the Migscast at gmail.com. Uh, Migs, you're awesome, Rev. You're so rad. Thank uh, you. Even met D. Ted Smith. Just all awesome. But getting exposed to some bands I haven't heard of was so appreciated. They were all so good. White only in the wreckage for me, hands down, the highlight. Those dudes blew me away. <laughs> After hearing about the shape Willie Nelson was in that night, I feel like I need to take some of the blame. <laughs> oh, yeah! I made a point to go up and tell them how rad they were and kicked it off by starting to pound some shots. And then we made a trip out to my truck with a few friends where I had a handle of Kettle One Vodka. Oh. Which between the four of us, we killed it. That's oh. good vodka. Whoa. I've drank with Willie, and Willie can put him down. Everyone, if you haven't met Willie Nelson, he's my height, less 80 pounds. Yeah. You know, he looks the way I want to look, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Quit drinking now, Willie. It's not too late. <laughs> yeah, so he basically said Big Rig had a great time. And I remember running right. into Big Rig. He was an awesome dude, him and his lady. And what an awesome time. Uh, let's check out another voicemail, though. I cannot tell you how much I despise Diet Coke drinkers. What? I mean, how many refills does one person need? It is ridiculous, okay? They come in at, like, noon, and they order their Diet Coke, and I can tell you, as soon as they order the Diet Coke, I'm like, I'm going to have to refill that stupid cup five times in the next 30 minutes. And without fail, it's at least three times, and if they're there for 45 minutes, it's at least six times. That's what drives me crazy. Find another drink. Switch to Diet Pepsi. Even that would be better. Ugh. 
Diet Pepsi's nasty. Well, okay, you know, we wonder- found someone who did not like Mix Fest. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> well, no, but I'm wondering though if these people that are the it's weird. My sister is hooked on Diet Coke. I love Diet Coke. I am too. Now I'm a Diet Coke is guy. Is it one of those things where because you're not getting the full blast of what I'm, I remember when I switched to uh, when I was trying to quit smoking, right? Now I was like, well, I'll switch to White Tails. I'll be. I used to smoke Marlboro Reds, right? Okay. Um, My mom then still I was does. Camel Lights and all that kind of. But I went to White Tails for a while, which is the Marlboro Light. Because I was like, well, it's a, a light cigarette. Well, I smoked four times as many smokes. Yeah. Cause, and I'd hit them like... Because I was trying to get what I yeah, so is, 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 is that what it is? Like, are you trying to get what you would get from a normal Coke? For me, honestly, I was never a huge fan of just Coke and and like any of those drinks. It was just, I don't know why, but flavor-wise, when I tried Diet Coke, and I was like, I don't want to try Diet Coke. It has nothing to do with health purposes. You like the flavor. I just enjoy the way Diet Coke tastes. Do if you I, need multiples of it? Or can you just have a cup? Not to upset this lady, but I'll probably crush two Diet Cokes during dinner. See? It's a Diet Coke thing, darling. Yeah. They're hooked on it. They're, They're hooked delicious. on phonics, man. But we don't have it all the time. Like we, it, It's like a treat in our household. I've cut it back a lot now. Yeah. Obviously, you're in a waitressing profession. Here's my suggestion. No, I'm not. I'm hosting a podcast, <laughs> man. <laughs> to the caller, obviously, you're in a waitressing profession. Here's my suggestion. The next time a Diet Coke person sets orders it and you don't want to deal with it, just say, I'm so sorry, our Diet Coke uh, gun is dry. Can I offer you a substitute? Or and now you're off the hook. They're like, I'll have a sprite, and maybe they'll just have the one sprite. But if you really hate it that bad, just tell them you're out of diet coke. Some restaurants, I know what they do. They just get like those little mini pitchers, and they fill it up with diet coke, and they just yeah. leave it on the table. Oh, that's a great idea. It's, a, what, yeah, it's what a lot of the places do for coffee. If you're yep. if they're going to be there for a while, they'll just be like, well, it's busy. Here. Boom, here's a yeah, pot. Bring right. me a carafe. And I always mm. view that as that waitress has other things to worry about. Doesn't want to waste its time or, or her time, not its, its time. time. Yeah. On whether or not I have enough. <laughs> Diet Coke, because I, I will just suck down a Diet Coke really yeah. quick. It, yeah, it's, yeah it's, I know. That was rude. Oops. <laughs> How you doing there, Steve? Maybe, maybe my last experience wasn't so pleasant. I don't mm-hmm. know. We're here to help. We're here to help. <laughs> Let's check out another voicemail. What up, guys? Spirit, Lord of Cats. Oh, just there. got out of Meg's Fest and wanted to say Whoa. you guys put on a kick-ass show. It was nice meeting you, Glenn and Rev and Steve. Get some pictures with you guys. Um, it was I'll also great meeting later. some of you other Titanic douches out there, even though some of you left at 8.30. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the is really bad. Anyways, uh, killer show. You guys rock. And, you know, as always, go Hawks and Broncos suck. How did you leave at 8.30? You only, I, I, you, I all watched you saw it. was Mock Society. Is, is that the great big tall dude that has the no. itty-bitty little wife? I can't remember his name. He had big long hair like mine, and I think his wife wasn't feeling well. Because I met them, and they were super awesome. They were fans no, of the podcast. Caesar, uh, Was that Richie? No, I was Rich- you know Richie. No, it wasn't yeah. Richie. We all got Thunder Beast t-shirts, by the way. By, by the way, Richie, yes. my wife has been wearing her Thunder Beast t-shirt nonstop for like the past two days. When she's home, that's like her uniform now. I freaking so, love that So Thunder shirt. Beast represent. I saw Wyatt rocking his somewhere. I have the hoodie, too. I, was, oh! I wore the I wore, I've already worn the hoodie twice. I need a hoodie. Twice I'll buy a, well. I'll buy a hoodie, Richie. Yeah, they're awesome. Rev. Yeah, I thought you had something you were no. about to say. No, right. I, I got my shirt too. Sweet. <laughs> You guys just both look at me. I'm like, what did I do? No, I felt like we both cut you off. So I was oh, like, no, oh, no, that's no, no, I did no, no, too, no. actually. Yeah. Hey, if you did, I already forgot what I was going to say. Oh, obviously. Well, fine. <laughs> By the silence as you stare I heard at me. talking about Caesar. I think you were about to say oh, something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Caesar, and uh, I, I did see him leaving, uh, leaving with his lady. Why did he split um, at 8 30? I'm hoping maybe to get some. Oh, that's a good reason. That's acceptable. He could have used the bus. 
I feel like other people might have. I'm pretty. <laughs> they probably yeah, did. Probably. <laughs> I actually got another voicemail. All right. So this is event line, right? <clears throat> yes. Right. So if you order 20 pizzas out of the blue and uh, don't let us know about it, uh, you're not getting it within 30 minutes. First oh. of all, it takes about 40 minutes of preloading that <laughs> to get it out. And then if you want it for delivery, it's going to take the time to get it to you. Here's a so cat that loves Please his don't yell at us if we can't get 20, maybe 30 pizzas out to you within 30 minutes wow. without letting us know. Who, who thinks that they could? No, but dude, it, it's, it's the world, and when you and deal bitches. with... <laughs> All right, bye, Michelle. Ah! <laughs> hate that. When you deal with the public, you will find a holes. It's just the way it is. I had I had an experience where I lost my mind, and then uh, I had to be talked down about it because I ordered off of one of those where you um, get a delivery driver to go to a random place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I did it on Christmas Eve, and I knew it was going to take a while, so I was okay with that, but. I didn't realize that the place I was ordering from was a food truck that goes around to different places. So at this poor guy had to go track this truck down? Yeah. And <laughs> the company, You did this to someone on Christmas? Christmas Eve. I love you. And the the, the worst part was, was... I have a mission for you. If Merry you Christmas, bro. The Remember the time you were gonna get to yeah. go see your family? The company didn't actually have the right information oh, on the food truck Jesus. so they had no so. idea it was two and a half hours to get the food the food was still warm so the guy got his tip uh i was mad more of the company <laughs> I hope he did yeah more mad more of the company the that had all at that stuff. point wow that's incredible wow. but yeah it was just like i'm watching them on the app because you can you know see because they got the gps and i'm watching and i'm like that's not where that is because he, he was up in what the district. What is he district, doing? And then he's down. And then he has to drive all the way down to Ballard, and it still wasn't there at that spot. Oh, and he just called man. me. He's like, dude, I don't know where it is. I'm so like, who talked wow. you down? You, you just you lost your mind, and someone had to talk you out. Like, like, oh, this was after I sent an angry email and everything. So it was uh, my I'm wife coming that down there down. to cut you, and then I I'm going to so eat mad. what I cut off of so you. So mad. Merry Christmas. That is so funny. You had a guy chase a, a moving food establishment. On Christmas Eve. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Right, right. Well, I knew it was going to take a while. I just didn't realize it was going to be <laughs> that problem. Picturing some early 20s dude in his car, literally crying. Yeah. Just like, like how, did, how did I end up here? What I, I just want to go Christmas? home. I want to find out what Santa brought me. <laughs> and I can't because I'm tra- tracking down this stupid food truck by this guy who already wrote a mean email. Yeah. We got to introduce the the pizza guy to the to the Diet Coke woman. They they sound like they could be a good couple <laughs> together. <laughs> Come home. How was your day? Let me tell you. I hate my job. I so do you. I. I hate customers. Me. <laughs> All right, let's check out this. We actually got a, an email. I want to give props to Jared. Jared, uh, uh, he has a website, and he took pictures at Migs Fest, and I just want to give him a shout-out. If you have a chance, just go to uh, Yesterday's News, Y-E-S-T-E-R-D-A-Z-E. Uh, there was a great write-up news. from Yesterday's com. News. Yeah. yeah, so if you go there, they wrote a great piece about 99.9 KISW passing conversation comes true. The Steve Miggs Birthday Show. Wow. A great article about Miggs Fest showed a lot of love for all the bands and a bunch of great pictures where I just look like a complete psychopath on stage about to eat a microphone. (laughs) What was the web address again? Yesterday's, so it's Y-E-S-T-E-R-D-A-Z-E news.com. Awesome. And uh, Jared, huge, huge props. He says, good to see you guys at Miggs Fest. Looked like you had a great time, so I'll let you know that I have a ton of photos and he wound up sharing them. Uh, He says... 
Uh, good to see you. Hope Sunday morning didn't come too early here. There's a sample. Oh. He sent me a great picture. And say hi to Glenn for me this morning. Cool. Uh, yeah, Sunday, I was, Sunday I was wrecked. Monday, Tuesday, up until next Friday, the Friday after. Yeah. It was last week. Was rough. Oh, there's D. Ted Smith in the other room, just yeah. waving at yeah. us, just, just staring at us and through the fishbowl. He bowl. was smiling just like that last time I saw him. At me. Actually, you know what, man? He had the fear. Like I think he had just got off the bus. He was standing in the crowd of people. I got off the bus. He looked at me, and I could see in his eyes he had the fear. Mm. Just the whoa, what's happening? This too, is overwhelming. Too much. And I was like, Hey, Ted, what's up? And then I walked away because I was like, I don't want to be part of whatever it is he's trying to calculate right now. Yeah, yeah, I can see it in his eyes, man. He panic. had the fear, brother. I just remember when we walked in, Mock Society was you know playing and wrapping it up, and then I went on a wild goose hunt to try and find you, Glenn. And along the way, though, too many people started serving me drinks, and I forgot to look for you after that. <laughs> it just dawned on me. I was walking around with, gosh, I think it might have been, it was someone in your band for a half a second. It might have been Mark. Okay. And we're just kind of, he's like, Glenn's up there. I'm like, great. I'm going to see Glenn. First guy, I'm like, first 10 minutes here, I'm going to see Glenn and give him a big hug. Not there. Hey, Meg, do you want a drink? Sure. Hey, you want a shot? Sure. I said no shots, but sure. Well, the front half of the evening um, was all chaos and business for me. Yep. And then I stepped away for a minute to buy Justin and Hannah that shot. And then I had to go in the back because the girl that was responsible for uh, Rock Rage Radio and the uh, the live streaming side had showed up. And props to them, man. That was awesome that they hooked that, that all up. That was killer. Um, she drove all the way in from Montana to do that. And yep. she was doing inter- interviews with the bands. Yeah, and so she showed up, but we were having trouble accessing the venue's Wi-Fi. Plus, we had to do speed tests to make sure that was going to... So I literally... Had- you guys did speed? No wonder why you were just on <laughs> fire speed, up there. Speed tests. Um, like, it's working. Yeah, this is not clean product. <laughs> Give me another. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I was kind of here and gone and here and gone a lot yeah. until I think I was doing business. The first time I got to stop was the tail end of Wyatt's set. Okay. Um, and I went out to stage left and I was standing with Tiger Bob and I watched the back Tiger half of Bob. Wyatt's Love set, which was rad because uh, Wyatt's mom came up and introduced herself to me. Oh, and, she was there? Yeah. And it was really wow. cool because just at that moment I was talking to Tiger Bob. I was like, man, I'm just getting to know these guys and they're such a great group of guys and watching yep. them play to this huge crowd and obviously destroying and mean so much to me. And it's so cool. And I was like, I don't want to sound like a weirdo, but I'm like really proud of these guys. And it's so cool. And right then this little blonde lady comes up. She was like, you're Glenn. I'm like, yep. She goes, I'm Wyatt's mom. Aww. And I'm like, I was just talking about your son. So, yeah, that, that was the first time that I got to stop from the moment that me and the windowpane gang got on site uh, kind of pre-two in the afternoon. Yep. Um, other than a brief lunch at Soto Deli, which is always so good. Awesome. I love that place. <laughs> it's killer. That place has got good sandwiches. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Nice little um, hole in the wall kind of a vibe. But that's, if you were trying to find me, that's probably where I was. Yeah. I was dealing with, because I had to settle with all the bands that had physical tickets. I had to deal with their cash. I had to serve as the bank. I had to get all the lists and everything. So I was literally, you probably Look, weren't looking for me. I didn't hit the destination, me. but the journey I went on was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all right. I got to say. Don't <laughs> even worry about it. That's right. Yeah. I was on a journey, and that journey was amazing. Yeah. Uh, let's get another voicemail. Hey guys, this is Justin. I just wanted to give my brief description of the epic night that was Meg's Fast. First off, I just wanted to say, Steve, you were on another freaking level, man. I only saw you for a second, but you were having the time of your life. Yes, I was. (laughs) It was just fun to watch you have that much fun. Thank you. Rab, it was awesome talking to you and and your lovely wife about a little bit of... uh, Walking Dead, that was pretty cool. Oh, okay, Got cool, to yeah. See, uh, I remember Mama Hawk NATO, man, she is awesome. Mm-hmm. Watching her, you know, she looked like Ozzy. That was she so does. cool. Uh, Wyatt only and the guys, 
awesome to meet all of them. They were so nice to us. Uh, JT, another oh, great Clover bearded Jane. man. Nice. Loved him. But I got to get to the man. Glenn Cannon. Mm. You got You made our freaking night, man. Sweet. From this, the moment we went in the door, you were there. That was to my the moment goal. we left the door, you were there. It, it was, you are the most genuine, yep. nice guy in the world. From both me and Hannah, man, we freaking love you. Genuine? I just got to say, you were the, <laughs> you were freaking awesome, man. From everything from the show itself, epic, to, you know, the after party. I got kissed by Mark Harris. <laughs> Thank you for that, buddy. Um, and I got kissed by a girl. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was an amazing night. We what? freaking loved it. Mixed fast. He got kissed by Mark Harris and a girl. And he then I'm assuming it. it's not his wife. The girl was probably better. Now I'm sure it was Hannah. I don't know. I don't know. Wouldn't he say he got kissed by Hannah? Yeah, right? I don't know. I don't know. You know what? Well, they had fun. Well, that's complete ignorance. My, literally, yeah. that, dude, that was my, because we had just, I just met you guys on the previous podcast, and yep. it was like, man, they just got married, so that was kind of my intention was to, you know, congrats on your wedding, you know, here, have the Cadillac treatment. That is awesome. So that was a goal, especially when I, well, you know, I didn't know how full it was going to get or if I'd even get a chance to run into them. Yeah. So when they came through the door, I was like, nice! And I took them straight to the merch booth, got them a bunch of window pane stuff. Oh, that's cool. Then Justin disappeared for a minute because he had to put it in the car. Yeah. Hannah was holding the drinks, and I'm like, I'm buying you guys shots, and yeah, and then, yeah. So, They're good people. Yeah, I just gave, tried people. to give them the royal treatment before it got so chaotic, because another 20 minutes, so we probably never would have found each other. Because that was early enough that people were still pouring in. It's funny they use the word pouring because I've never had so many mm-hmm. wet hugs, man. I, I said yeah. it on, I said it online. <laughs> All those cats stood out in line in the pouring rain to come in, and the place was packed, but everyone was soaking wet. And nobody man. cared. No one cared. It was yeah. so weird, yeah. man. I've never seen people who look like they should be miserable be so be happy. so happy. It was yeah. awesome. Uh, we got an email from our boy, uh, Stevie, who wasn't able to make the show, but he says, I was browsing the internet and saw that Green Day is offering a VIP for their tour next year. Attached is what they're offering. The sub sandwich from Subway was odd and interesting, and I have the list, but he says, so I'm thinking the next time Window Pane plays around Steve's birthday, the band should offer a VIP experience that would include the following. Tickets to the show, autograph CD, a laminate with Miggs' picture, an opportunity to hang out on the party bus, two drink tickets, watch window pane from the stage during the first three songs. Feel free to add or delete to this. Make it as weird as you can from Stevie, the Packers fan. That's all pretty good. I think they got to kiss Mark Harris. What was this? <laughs> so here's uh, the VIP for Green Day. By the way, Justin, sorry about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been my fault. I was kind of, I, I kind of was teasing Mark by grabbing his butt a lot. He probably wasn't in any pain, man. So he was just saying hi. <laughs> hi, guys. I watched a lot of the videos of our performance up on stage, and I have to say, I, I spanked you more than a dominatrix would spank their client. Were you spanking me? I kept hitting your ass during the, sh- the performance. Don't remember that. Were you I didn't either. Me? You had your arm around my neck. Yes. And, and you were you were talking. I don't it was a very Pink Floyd thing because your lips moved, but I couldn't see what you were, mm-hmm. hear what you were saying. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember you spanking me. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, I just kind of. Maybe I just deleted that. Game I just deleted that. That, that data was washed away. <laughs> like, you know, the bad touch. So here's Green Day's <laughs> VIP package one pit or premium reserved seat ticket, early entrance into the venue, a copy of their new record, Revolution Radio, mm-hmm. a Green Day exclusive screen print, a license plate. A uh, gift certificate for a subway footlong. A license plate? A Green Day license plate. It's probably like just a piece of cardboard with their logo. In. Okay. Yeah. I was going to like a valid license plate. Uh, collected made by prisoner number 77390. I mean, right. like, what are we, what do we go? <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, crowd free merchandise shopping, collective, uh, collectible laminate for you to remember your evening. But then this is the weird one a gift certificate for a subway footlong. 
I think that's awesome. That's I mean, I'm like wondering really if Subway random? cut those boys oh, a chunk. Oh, totally. And Absolutely. they went, yeah. You know yeah, what? I don't I'm, like that now. Ah. <laughs> corporate whores. President is set, <laughs> though, man. We got to, what you doing? I'm just going to throw out there that I'll offer free sandwiches if y'all want to cut me a check. Right. People need to eat, and it makes me a friendly fella. Dude, mm-hmm. that is a funny thing to put on the list, but also. That's what it is. I guarantee it. Subway was like, hey, guys, look. Well, no, probably their management went, hey, guys, look. We can offer, you know, discounts and blah blah blah. Subway be a sponsor for blah blah blah, and they'd be like, "Man, two hundred fifty k, yeah, I'm down." Mm-hmm. Yeah, All you right. know, the band still rips; they still rock. Sellouts, come on, man. No, and also you walk away with a free sandwich. Dude, yeah. I'll take it. No, I, yeah. I, I have zero issue with that at all, but I, I'm guessing their management probably came to him and said, hey, look, Subway <laughs> would love to sponsor these VIP packages, and here's what it means on your end. And they're like, that's cool. We'll feed people right on, man. That's give a them, funny idea, Give too. them a sandwich. It's funny, and it's making them money? Hey, man. Y- yeah, you know. I, funny money. Funny money. Yeah. No, it's awesome. All right, um, uh, let's get on to the voicemail. Hey guys, I just wanted to call and say thank you very much for the birthday party, Migs, and I had an absolute blast. I showed up a little bit late, wasn't sure I was even going to come. I uh, brought a friend with me to make it not so awkward. We were drinking all day for the most part. He was a lot worse for wear than I was. (laughs) Anyways, we got there. Sums up everybody. Went inside Uh the venue, came back outside for a cigarette. I saw Glenn getting off the party bus, (laughs) so I ran up to him, wanted to say hi. Glenn, you are one of the nicest men I have ever met in my entire life. Thank Lies. you so much for the jello shot. That was awesome of you. <laughs> oh, I remember all that. Um, stood outside, met Steve and Ted. Nice. Went in for a mega hug. Thank you, guys. That was awesome. That's what we do. Uh, I wanted to tell you guys, I was standing outside, and uh, I saw the guy who was driving the bus in the tie-dye shirt. Rich! And I walked up to him and was like, hey, man, are you Levi? And he was like, no, I'll go grab Levi for you. Just wait here for a second. That made me kind of nervous. I'd never met Levi. I really didn't have anything that I knew I was going to say to the guy. You're on the hook now, bro. He got off the bus. Nicest man ever. Yeah. Oh, he Came up, was like, hey, man, how's it going? I was just, dude, I've heard of you guys. I thought the party bus was really cool. Just wanted to say hello and shake your hand. He was like, that's awesome of you, man. Here, why don't you guys come on the bus? Nice. Gave me and my buddy wristband. Nice. We got up onto the bus. It's a huge party in there. I met the donkeys. I only got to shake Steve's hand for half a second. He was in the back doing his thing on the DJ booth. Yeah, he was. I met Vicky. I met Rev. Cool. Rev, you are awesome. I was the guy sitting across from you in the Seahawks hat. Oh, yeah, Had nice. a blast on the party bus. Went back inside to the venue. My buddy was a lot worse for wear at that point. And That's the second time he's mentioned. Because we kind of seemed like the... Uh, the groupie whores on the bus. I don't even remember you there, man. I no. had a blast. Thank you guys so much, and hope to see you guys again at the next Meg show. Oh, we're, we're all groupie yeah. whores, bro. Yeah, dude, we're oh, all just having man. fun. If I, you were having fun on the bus, mission accomplished. No, yeah. I, I want to throw out some backstory because um, there's all these things that are worth mentioning. But my buddy Casey mm-hmm. is an amazing chef, and he's a foodie, and he's just an awesome human being. And he literally had backed his SUV up by the backstage entrance to the venue gotcha. and popped the back of it and in there he had fresh wings lasagna vegetables jello shots I mean seriously what so that was how the jello I was like dude and that's how the jello shot thing happened and I remembered I went and got jello shots for um, this dude what was his name did he say his name sorry I've already no that guy didn't say his name on that uh, brother, and, and, and I'm, I've forgotten I apologize I was but I brought jello shots but they only gave me enough for them so I just handed they're like where's yours I was like oh bro they only gave me so many and they're like we're not gonna drink without you and so I went back got one and we all drank <laughs> drank together and 
But then uh, right after that, I, I can't. I think I was talking to Hawk Nato, and he mentioned that Mama Hawk Nato might be hungry or something. And mm-hmm. I, with Casey, uh, went back there by with Casey and made up Mama Hawk Nato a plate of all oh. lasagna and fresh vegetables and uh, this whole plate of goodies that we hand delivered. We Damn. brought Mama Hawk Nato dinner into the venue, and I just wanted to give a shout out to my man Case because hell yeah, he, Casey, he's, he's awesome, man. He was he was literally sort of doing. Does he have a company that we could plug or no? He's just, just, just an himself. awesome human being, man. Yeah, Casey he, at he awesomehumanbeing.com. He puts together <laughs> camping and food trips all the time, and I'm mm-hmm. always so spun. I know, it's like an ongoing joke. I never get to go. Aww. And he'll, he'll hit me up six months in advance, like, Glenn, man, here's what we're doing. And he'll send me photos of all the food he's prepping and stuff, and I just, every single year, I'm like, brother, I'm telling you I'll be there this time. And two weeks before, and I'm like, dude, there's just no way I'm going to make it. But yeah. anyway, that was where the Jello shots came from, and I just wanted to tell that story by, That's awesome. by way of giving a shout out to my man, Casey, because I love him like a brother, and he's always super rad, and and. It also, in the course of that, I still have at home, Mama Hawknado brought a bag with three individually wrapped presents. They're good-sized presents. Mm-hmm. And I have some other stuff from her that I would have brought last Tuesday, except I had to work. Yeah. Um, and I would have brought today, except I was so exhausted that I forgot. So I have Mama Hawknado's presents. Oh, that's awesome. At home. Okay. And she literally brought us a gift bag. And I don't know what they are, but they're good. They're about the size of like a Mondo Burrito at Taco Del Mar. I hope they are and a Mondo Burrito at Taco uh, Del Mar. I hope Man. they're not, because by now I'm going to have fruit flies in my oh, office. Yeah, right? That's a good point. But anyway. Anyway, I have gifts from Mama Hawknado. There you go. And yes. And I want to give a shout out then <laughs> uh, also to Levi Lyon from Lion Pride Music yeah. for, for providing that bus. Just go to lionpridemusic.com. You can check out all the information. And that guy summed it up best. That's that's Levi to a T. Just a super great guy. Always super brings, positive. Brings great energy. Had a blast. And, and he was having a good time and hanging out with the donkeys on the bus as well. It was, it was so much fun. Let's check out another voicemail. Hi, guys. Hey, it's Mama. All right. I survived the concert. <laughs> it was awesome. I didn't want to move. only place I wanted to move was up towards the front of the stage, and I made it up there. Yeah, you there. did. It was just awesome. I still, I just, I'll never get over it. I'll never get over it. <laughs> and as far as the nuts, I hope you got the story. I don't know if Glenn uh, remember or not, but if I was to manage to get on stage to give the toast to that one, I was going to say to you guys, you're the three nuttiest guys I ever <laughs> met. And then I was going to hand you the the package and have you open it up. And it's the big bag of nuts. Oh, that's probably what we have. I love you, and if you had another concert tomorrow, I'll be there. Okay. Love you guys love so you, much. Bye bye. That's so, funny. Now so, we know what the Spoiler alert: I've got a bunch of nuts in my office. Yeah, you do. And, and she had mentioned, you know, I'd love to give a toast, and I mean, I'm thinking about the logistics of that just within the. And yeah, I was like, if we can make that work. Yeah. But a night like that on a managerial side is a whirlwind. Plus, yeah. I wasn't just running the show. I was partying and performing as well. And yeah. There's a lot going on. I think I talked to her after the set, and she was like, I, she mentioned, like, oh, I didn't get to give up and give the toast. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that's right. I mean, there was I had three different people like, can you give a shout-out for so-and-so's birthday? Yeah. And It's hard. You try to do all the neat stuff that everyone wants you to do, but... 
you know, I got I got so spun that that's why that toast didn't happen. And I just remember that she had mentioned that before and after. Not that she was bummed. She was really cool and happy. And actually, Hawk Nato sent me a personal email just saying how awesome the night was and how much fun she had. That's so cool. Yeah, all it good was stuff. So much fun. And I, every time I saw Mama, there was someone around talking to her. Oh yeah, man. a lot of people are really pumped to meet her. Yeah. And, and like I said before, props to Gypsy Wolf. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the, she was awesome, just being right by Mama's side the whole time. She might have been the girl that took Mama the plate that Casey hooked up. Yeah, probably, she, yeah. I think she grabbed me outside that stage door and said, I mean, things are all really blurry. It was a whirlwind of a night. But she <laughs> was like, you know, is there any way we can get Mama some food? And I was like, strange you should mention, because my bro three feet away <laughs> has so 10,000 jello shots and fresh lasagna and chicken. And yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, the, awesome. Oh, so much fun. All right, let's get another voicemail. Hi guys, it's me again. <laughs> um, I wanted to tell you, you know, I spend so much time trying to give you them gifts, and I want to know. Not those nuts, man. Um, <laughs> if you if you open them up or what, I don't know yet. But I couldn't make it in last it was week, just Mama. a little joke that I wanted to do for you. No, I want those. And I had a wonderful, wonderful time, and I like to have as many pictures as I can get because this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing for me. No, we'll see you next maybe, year, baby. Maybe. The way I feel yep. today, I hurt. I'm hurting like hell, but, <laughs> but I, I feel like... Feel like... Man. Making love. Feel like making love. I think she wound up leaving another voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got one more, so let's see. Hi, guys. It's coming. Hot Nido again. I'm so sorry to call you three times, okay. but I'm still so excited. I'm just not thinking right. But I wanted to thank all the douches for everything. <laughs> thank you all. I want you to stay positive. And uh, give me a call sometime. I miss your phone call. I really do. I wait oh. for them, and then when I don't get, I get kind of sad. Oh, crap. <laughs> we'll call you, you next week. I love it. Yeah. You make Can my days. Can we just all right. get it? <laughs> I love you all. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. I just want an edit of I want to thank all the douches in her voice. Yes. Just that. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard. that was incredible, man. <laughs> that, that slayed all three of Mama, us. Mama, all three of us fell over. Yeah. Just, play the beginning of that again, just oh, for that part. I want to thank all the douches. I just want, I I want that as a ringtone. again. I'm so sorry to call you three times, but I'm still so excited. I'm just not thinking right. Here it comes. But I wanted to thank all the douches for everything. <laughs> thank you all. Want- That's awesome. That is freaking awesome. Oh, I want that as a ringtone. I love her. Like when my phone goes I off, I just want that. I, I want, want to thank, thank all the douches. douches. I want to thank all the douches. We need to oh, somehow man. at some point win an Academy Award or a Grammy. <laughs> oh, so oh can, yeah. Maybe we have a better shot at winning an AVN, I think. There but we yeah, go. Hey. Well, it's funnier coming from a woman, too, just to say, yeah. I want to thank all the douches. All the douches lady, in my life. An older lady. That's awesome. Mama, you are the best. You are the That's fucking best. Awesome. And it was awesome to meet you, baby. I'm sorry I wasn't here last week. Um, I think I had mentioned literally starting the day after MiGs Fest, I had to work. And then mm-hmm. I was working long shifts, uh, double shifts 
all the way through Friday. I, I didn't get to stop. I didn't get to recover. I didn't get to recuperate. I didn't get to reflect. Um, I was meat in a grinder. <laughs> so yeah. that's why your presence still never made it. That's why I wasn't at last week's Migs cast. But um, yeah, Glenn, yeah. you gotta bring uh, bring your nuts, man. I'm gonna bring the nuts, and now I know what's in the bag, man. Yeah, you perfect know? for next week. Bringing the nuts. I'll bring the nuts. Next week we're gonna have Rob Red. The stripper's gonna be joining us. Oh, huh. she's gonna have some of our nuts. Yes, I don't know if you had a chance to meet her at Migs Fest. She didn't Did make I? an appearance. I don't know. <laughs> she Did popped I? on the bus for a little bit, and then she was also hanging out in the show. Like, Who was the adult film star that was on the that bus? That was uh, one of my friends. Romance is what she goes by. Romance. Yeah. Which? How about Wyatt walks on the bus, and the first thing he says is like. My favorite porn star is on the bus. <laughs> How's life, Wyatt? <laughs> <laughs> like mind blown. Like, how, what an absurd. Was yeah. I on the bus when Romance was on the bus? Yeah, it was yeah. to her with the dread. She had the dreadlocks, uh, and her friend. Also, I don't know. If they were any- very inspiring. Yeah, they, they were part of why I chose to quickly leave the bus. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was just such a because they such were a random both bus. really sexy, and yeah. that environment was my id went, you know, pull, pull your d out, and I yeah. was like, get off the bus, and yeah. my id was like, dude, pull your d out, and it's like, no, that's not going to work out well for anyone. And then I started pulling you his need d out. Leave this. I know. It was very weird. Like, like, I know what you're yeah, doing. I don't know. Thinking. Just the two of them being within three feet of them made me horny. Yeah, I was like, oh. God, I need to leave this bus, and that was kind of how it I was dealt funny with it. seeing her because I recognized her. It's like, oh, hey, it's a hug. She's like, it's just like a normal. She's like part of our, for years. She's like part of the KSW family from back in the day. Like, I mean, I'm. It's so it's funny, you know. I f- always forget that. She oh, she also she's also on camera having. She does sex. adult film romance, huh? but like she's just a bud. Like she's always just been. Oh, that's my, cool. Yeah, she's so, like, oh, I haven't seen you in forever. Oh, what are you up to? Oh, yeah, doing right, a right. And it's not like she's like acting like I'm this hot hoity-toity porn star. You know, right. she's just. Oh, hanging out, having down, fun, having fun, uh, drinking with everyone. I wanted to ask, how do you get to the DJ booth on that bus? <laughs> you got to climb over. You yeah. have to climb. Yeah. Okay, because I wondered That's why man, I never got out because I didn't know if I, could, I was afraid of I don't remember who was in the middle, but you and Ted were behind that booth. All wicked, wicked, wicked. I think it was like Munson. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, we and had, I, I wonder, like, how did they get him back there? No, you and will he in. ever get out? Okay. Yeah, my favorite. I fell over getting out yeah. to get back into the club in time to perform. Well I, done, well yeah. done. It was awesome. I think one of my favorite memories uh, was after the performance. So we're all riding high from the performance, doing beat mix up yep. on there, and then Steve comes back in and it's just like he's stomping in the back. He's like, "I got to get this party going again," and it's just <laughs> just uh, beelines right to the back, managed to climb over all of it, plugs his phone. <laughs> Yeah. Back in and everything just starts hitting it again. Yeah, then all of a sudden, they see if I can find it. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. Yeah, like, yeah, I, like I gotta get this. Party I'm protective again. of certain things, which is why I didn't photo document that bus. Oh, you could have. But I would oh, love would to. Yeah. Well, I'm just protective of my friends, their Good environment. Call. That's that's yeah. up to them whether or not they want. But that bus was kind of awesome. It was oh, like being yeah. inside of weed. I mean, you, you, you enter the bus and it's not like, yeah. oh, I'm, it was like being inside of weed. It was blacklit. It was a disco environment. It, there was, was, a, it was a Snoop Dogg music video. Dude, man. it was. Liquor was flowing freely. Everyone was happy. Yeah, oh, everyone was having a blast. <laughs> it was, it was a, a like, really neat place. Like, I gotta get this party started again. Boss, 
murder on my mind. It's time to pray to God. My revolver's not religious. The revolution's born. You want to know my name? Go and tell us. This might have been played. See, I'm still on stage trying to get through my performance, <laughs> yeah. and Steve's out there yeah. kicking Skrillex. And I heard, yeah. Skrillex and Rick Ross. Yeah, I heard Cake by the Ocean three times. That's because the porn stars wanted to hear it. Okay. They I was, asked for it, I found it, and I played it. Because okay. when a porn star asks, the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely. It's like, all right, I'll take a break from this hip-hop Skrillex thing. Here we go. They still selling dope. That's those Miami boys. So if you can imagine this, but really loud, and you're in a cloud of pot smoke, disco lights, black lights, people everywhere. There's some flashbacks. It was like another dimension. Oh, it yeah. was awesome. That's a really good way to put that. Yes. <laughs> or even like hair clubs. Like I walked into like this weird psychedelic hip hop rave. I'm like, yep, <laughs> yep. Never Welcome okay to the Terror Dome. I, I got off the bus <laughs> at, when I, when my when I my id kicked in and then my conscience kicked in and said flee. Um, I got Run. off the bus. I ran almost directly into Sean Morrison, Windowpane's drummer, and yep. his girl Pam. And I think I said, "Do not." get on that bus. <laughs> and Pam looked at Sean and went, you're not getting on that bus. <laughs> and Sean went, I'm not getting on that bus. Oh, like, yeah. I remember that happening. Man. Like, there's a riptide I think effect. I saw you him a little bit washed. before that. I go, bro, you gotta come on the bus. He's probably like, no, no. But yeah, I, I got off the bus. Like, I felt lucky to get out alive, you know? And I ran right into them and I was like, do not get on that bus. And Pam's like, Sean, you're not getting on that bus. And he was, like, when you and he was literally, he was, okay. he was echoing her like, I'm not getting on that bus. Like, it was this whole safety procedure. Man. <laughs> I think he was Saying that while performing the entire time, I'm, I'm not getting like, on that no, bus. Yeah, you guys bus. are like, you guys are just jamming on welfare line, and then he's like, I'm not getting on that bus. I'm not getting on that bus. You get on that bus, you'll never get off, man. You'll wake up in Queen Anne tomorrow afternoon naked. It's like our own gang. It's like the blood of the Crips. The bus. You're a member of the bus. And it was happening. It was happening. Yeah. Honestly, the funny part is, as crazy as the bus sounds, it was like. Oh, Nothing it was chill. It was, yeah, it, it was, was like very. It was cool, oddly man. chill. Like we we're listening to insane music, but everyone's just like chilling, having a good time. Nobody's being jerks. Everyone's having a fun time. Uh, for yeah. me, the the flee the bus was. I would have gotten into wahoo mode. Yeah, and then I was going to have to get on stage and perform, which right. I was already pretty well lubricated as it was. But we could have had, had your doppelganger Wyatt perform for you. You might have had to. Although had he was I on the bus. Stayed, he was on the bus. Yeah, he was on the bus at that point because he was telling me he because get the, off the bus. No, no, no. no. Well. <laughs> It was it was right when you guys started. I was on the bus and that was right before I booted, so I was not feeling good. And I was just sitting there and I was kind of in a trance, like just sitting there trying not to black out, pass out, all of these things. He's like he's like, Oh, don't worry, man. It's only gonna be about forty five more minutes and then you'll be able to get up on there and I'm like, Oh, I gotta puke. That's and that was when I had to run yeah, off man. at that point. It worked for you. I wouldn't have known that you were well, yeah, because after I puked, I was okay, man. Like it was, it was smooth sailing after that. Puke and rally was I've, a de- it, real thing. It would have been a disaster had I stayed on the bus yeah. and, and given in to my inclinations. Window Pain's performance would have been shattered. Yeah, and there was something I had to leave. There was something man. in your reptile brain that knew. It's like, come on, don't. Oh yeah, my lizard brain yeah. saved me because I was like, I'm gonna rage. This is the place to be, 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 be. And I was like, no, 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 no. Dude, mix fest to electric boogaloo. We might need to make like an electronic stage, and I'm just DJing on the stage the whole time. And we'll call it the bus stage. The bus stage. And it's like we set it up so it's just like the bus. 
but it's bigger, <laughs> more room for everybody in between sets. No, have you guys seen the movie Pop Star? Yes, I love See, that movie. I'm just picturing him with that helmet on that yes. makes, the, makes the War of the Worlds. The Yorma Tacone character oh, war. Yes. <laughs> I'll be like DJ Marshmallow, man. (laughs) (laughs) We need to have a bus stage. We're doing it. Bus stage. A bus stage at Mix Fest 2. MF2 Electric Boogaloo is is happening. bus has a stage on it. It does, but we need to have this inside. Can we oh, get the bus okay. inside the venue? I, oh, sure. Uh, you know, Levi's already like, I'm going to work this out. <laughs> he could. He's going to start constructing the helmet the right do, away. Do, 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 do. Yes. Oh, I'm so pumped. I'm going to actually be an actual DJ. I have to learn how to actually mix. <laughs> no, of no. Just, just press play just, on your iPhone yeah, yeah, and man, dance around. And remember, every so now. often, touch one yep. ear like you're concentrating. I had a headphone headset with not plugged into anything and just had my phone on shuffle. <laughs> that was me DJing. That's how most do it now, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. but you gotta so you gotta look anymore. like you you know you have your laptop yeah. open you gotta look like you really do and once in a while you gotta hold that one ear mm-hmm. and I've got one the, ear up the like, light up uh, glasses that can change different settings. That's right. I have I've seen sets. those. Yeah, I was wearing them when we played at the Hard Rock. Right, I was in a similar state of mind at the Hard Rock for that. <laughs> when those glasses on, that means something's going on. Mm. Hey, before we get out of here, we did get a, 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 a good text, and then you could text us or voicemail us at two five three two seven one four seven eight seven. In fact. Red the Stripper is coming on next week. Ooh. I think it'd be awesome if people have voicemail questions for Red. That's a great idea. Because, yeah. I mean, it's... Ask a stripper. It is kind of like ask a stripper. We, I'll promote that on... We should promote that on social media, too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So 253-271-4787. Leave a voicemail message. If you've ever had a question for a stripper, she's the perfect person for it because she's smart, she's funny, and she'll give you an honest answer. Yeah. I mean, that's that's you can't ask for a better thing. And then, in fact, when I was talking to her at MixFest, she was mentioning how much she loves to come on the MixCast. And so we're hoping, if it works out, that she'll maybe make a monthly appearance. Ooh. So it'll be that time of the month for Red, the stripper. <laughs> wow. Way no, to, no, way, no, 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 it's good. Way to take it there. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> that's right. That's what DJ Steve does. Earn your Red Wings, boy. That's right. You get on the wow. bus. Uh, but we did get a text that has nothing to do with Red the Stripper. But again, you have a question, you can email it as well, themixcast at gmail.com. You don't have to leave a voicemail. You can text it. Uh, this person says, have you heard the metal version of Eye of the Tiger by <laughs> Leo Moraccioli featuring Rob Lundgren? Now, I don't know much about Leo, but I went to grab the song. Leo grabs whatever song is popular and turns it into a metal version. He's from Norway. He'll take like 21 Pilots and do an amazing metal version of their songs. He'll take Adele and do an amazing metal version. He fully plays all the instruments. Nice. He owns a studio. He'll also attach a GoPro to his the bass guitar and film it and then edit it. When he's singing, he's wow. got a GoPro to the mic stand, and it adds like a really cool metal vibe. So this one, instead of him just doing his metal scream voice or his you know death metal voice, he got a guy that actually has amazing pipes, Rob Lundgren, who I guess does YouTube songs and stuff. I don't know. But they did a metal version of the Rocky song, Eye of the Tiger, and it is inspiring. I'm so pumped for you guys to hear this. This is the best way to end the podcast. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, man! Right? Damn. I might have listened to this three times this morning. 
Brad, you walked in on me one time. I know, and I was just like, this is cool. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> right? Rising up, back on the street. Been my time, took my chance. This is that Rob guy. That's Leo. Have you guys ever heard the Fear Factory version of the 80s hit car? Yes. So good. That is off the hook. It is amazing. This is fun. The cover of Cars is just... Killer. Didn't uh, Gary Newman also sing on it? Would, Maybe. Or like backing vocals? I don't I think? know, but I always actually kind of liked that song. When the keyboard split harmony at the end, I always thought that was really cool. Even yep. the original version. My I catch flack for that. <laughs> it's a great but song. man, the Fear Factory cover of Cars. Sick. Just throwing that out there. I like that the death metal voice guy, Leo, is doubling up with Rob. Yeah. So you want to go play guitar, right? <laughs> it does make you want to jam. Oh yeah, that just got good. Yeah, I told you this is yeah, inspiring. This got good. See, this is all new. This is all added, which is rad. There's a part where he starts scratching. He's using an iPhone app or an iPad (laughs) app, like a DJ mixing thing. Very to read this. Uh, it's a message on Facebook. I want to give a shout out to a guy by the name of Ben Chapin. He wrote us and said, hey guys, I know I don't post on here much, but I listen to the cast weekly and enjoy most of your posts. Pretty much everything except for a Caesars Broncos. <laughs> Just asking for some thoughts and prayers. I'm leaving on deployment for the next seven months and excited for this new chapter in life. Good but luck. if anyone pays attention to the news, we're going to the same location as the ships who were fired on by the rebels in Yemen. Stay positive and suck it. TD4L out. 
And that's from Ben. Ben, we love you. Oh, yeah, man. I, I got his address. I sent him a Migs Cash shirt and some All other right. stuff nice. as well. Yeah. Um, uh, wear it with get pride. Me, uh, get me his address. I'll send him some window pane swag. I will. Um, okay. I'd like to. Dude, yeah, good luck, brother, and to everyone to the right and left of you as well, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely in our thoughts and prayers. And uh, thank you, bro. Be careful. Huge. Be yeah, safe. We thank love you. And Endless I'd, respect, man. And I saw a lot of love from him on the Migs Cash Facebook page, which was just damn awesome. And uh, I appreciate that, man. Ben, thank you. And uh, hopefully, what we we send you can just be a little taste of home while you're dealing with all the crap that you're dealing yeah. with over there. Uh, speaking of shout outs, one last thing before we get out of here. Big, big thanks to my boy, Chris Dahl. Chris has created a lot of cool pieces of art for not only the Migs cast, but also for BJ and Migs. And I took a stupid Bitmoji idea of, <laughs> I jokingly put the three of us as Bitmoji characters <laughs> and I sent it to him and I'm like, hey man. This is as far as my talent goes. <laughs> but could you, like, spice it up a little bit? You know, maybe make Glenn's hair a little more curly as opposed to this weird, like, Farrah Fawcett wavy <laughs> hair that I gave him? And, uh, you know, make it look a little bit cleaner. So that's the origin of that, huh? Yeah, I was just screwing around on this app. I've been obsessed with uh, our boy AJ so Francis cool. got me hooked on Bitmoji. It's that's just funny. You make a character, and then you can use that for your emojis right. on your phone. It's dumb, and it's funny. My wife now is hooked on it. No, we don't We don't actually have conversations. Like, it's so funny. She's just emoji to each other? Yeah, like, I'll show you just, like, a little thread <laughs> of what it's like to be in a relationship with my wife and I. It's truly just... No, oh, he's not kidding. Yeah, <laughs> he's scrolling through his look, phone, and it's just these little cartoon look, folk. Okay, okay, that's a little bit of personal. We, we kind of want to have sex right now in that one. The, hubba, uh, the poking. I wrote, I'm a sexy beast, and I got you on my mind, and I said, I'll poke you. And then she calls and him she, tiny, and, then, and she hey, says, oh, I'm sorry. Come on, I didn't ask you to read it's that. It's personal, it's personal. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> I sent that to him, and then he sends it back. Not only did he make one, just a regular mix cast logo, which is now the new logo for the show, because I feel like it's not just a stupid silhouette of me. It's the three of us, man. This is our show, and I'm glad to have that, and hopefully it eventually changes on iTunes. I have no idea how that happened. Maybe when I upload the new version of today's podcast, it might make the switch. It's supposed to? We'll see. Yeah. But anyways, we have that new logo, and it's thanks to Chris Dahl, but he also made a cool Metallica version of it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the Metallica logo was really cool, Yeah, so we'll pop that out. Maybe in November, we'll throw that out there every once in a while to celebrate the Metallica album. Yeah, man. (laughs) So huge thanks. Chris Dahl, who does amazing work. He's a a fellow Titanic douche. He's been doing stuff just because he wants to. And every once in a while, I hit him up, and I hit him up for that one, and I can't thank him enough. It's an awesome, awesome design. Thank you, dude. Thank you. I showed that to my wife, and she squealed. Um, I had to send her the one just of me yeah, so she could keep it on her phone because she said she wanted to carry him around in her pocket all day. That's awesome. That doesn't suck. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. She's like, I just want to take you with me in my pocket all day. So, dude, thank you. <laughs> How do we get those? What's that company in Everett that makes those dolls? Funko. The Funkos. How do we get a Funko version of us? <sighs> do you know anyone there, Rev? You can I, that I would know be some people. I can cool. talk to, I'll talk to some people could and somebody, see what the process is. Yeah, the process? The process. Okay. Are we all booted? Or what? Yeah, I'm gonna boot the Prusas. <laughs> I have no idea where that happened there. The process? I'm sorry, but what are you guys sorry, talking about? I was thinking of poutine. <laughs> the process. I don't care. Like, let me know if he can make yeah, yeah, a. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, won't yeah. fall behind schedule. <laughs> Shut up. Eh? Eh? That would be dope. Yeah, I'll talk with him and see what's up. If, if it's a, if it's a monetary thing, we can figure out how to get oh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. cash. Oh, of course, that would be beyond cool. Man. It'd be so awesome that versions of ourselves and hell, maybe they, if they could sell them. I mean, that would be a cool little mix cast. Little oh, dude, we could peddle them. We could, yeah. yeah, I think oh, there's people yeah. out they there. They make so many of those for so many different properties. If they made a limited edition mix cast Funkos, I think That'd they would amazing. sell out. Yeah. 
I mean, I really do think those would sell. Even I mean, if it's I just might that buy people can feed me to their dog, you yeah. know, like whatever <laughs> like, the case may be. And don't get me wrong, I'll probably buy a multiple <laughs> of them. Or shoot me with a pellet gun oh, or blow yeah. me up with fireworks. I think you the know. three of us will sell it out just because we'll keep yeah. buying it for all of our friends yeah. and for weapons and for. Stop mailing me. That would be the greatest <laughs> gift. It's like, Steve, stop mailing me. Here's a tiny me. <laughs> I show up to a housewarming party and I just bring a Funko version of the three yeah, of us. Yeah, yeah. What are we going to do with this? I figured you're getting wine from no, everybody. Your mantle, you know, yeah. it would look great. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Awesome. <laughs> Put it above your you bed, bro. <laughs> I mean, that would be unfreaking believable. And it's one of those things, just like the mixed cast theme. Sometimes you just do dumb things because it's fun. Tell Funko if we'll put yeah, the yeah, fun yeah, back yeah. in Funko, we right? Will. We will. We'll put the fun. And hey, if someone's listening that knows the Funko people, let's, yeah. let's hit them in all ends. And if we have any uh, listeners out there that are friends with anyone at Carvel, let's not forget that Carvel didn't make an appearance at Migs Fest. Why it asked me? He's like, did you ever get your Carvel cake? I'm like, no. No, because you have to pick them up about and you can't mail them. Yeah, you got to go to the East Coast to get yeah. them. Yeah, but uh, you know, all night that night when Steve spoke, he heard those Carvel voices in his head. <laughs> Steve! Oh my God! I'm noticing people walking around with food in their hands. I believe there's some free lunch somewhere in here. What? So oh, let's yeah? get out of here, boys. Yeah. Glenn, great to have you back. I missed, I missed back. y'all last week. Next Love week's going to be fun. We got Red the Stripper hanging out with us. We've got questions for her. I'm sure Glenn's got some. Oh, goodness. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Red the Stripper, who you can catch at uh, Little Darlings in downtown Seattle. Say hi to her. On our <laughs> no behalf. one can even talk now. <laughs> I know. We're all just off in our own Thinking little about spaces. Food Thinking and about strippers, man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. And Funko. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys again for listening, for being a part of the MigsCast. It means the world to the three of us. Uh, we will be back next week with Red the Stripper. Hit us up on Twitter at the MigsCast. Email the MigsCast at gmail.com. 253-271-4787. That's our G, that's our voicemail or a text line. And of course the Facebook page. Just type in the Migscast and you'll find it. Thanks for listening and stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.